ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the one and only Pass the Mic podcast. That's right, we are ready to get this started. And of course, I have the one and only Mr. Don DeNero in the building. Let's get this thing going. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get started, Sandy, hit him with that intro, baby. From the heart of Kendall, Florida. It's Pass the Mic Podcast. Solutions for real-world problems with real-world people. And, of course, those crazy people, too. (laughs) And now, your host, Eddie G. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to Pass the Mic Podcast. I hope you guys are ready to get this thing started. Of course, we have the one and only Mr. Don DeNero, the Miami man himself, the Cuban connection, the master of all disasters, Mr. Don DeNero. What's going on, brother? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm extremely grateful to uh, be on your show. I think when Felix was here, I kind of called in an interview and and we were able to talk, man. It is super dope to be here. Um, I appreciate that. See a young Latino definitely, uh, you know, utilizing the technology of today, <laughs> uh, creating your own uh, platform, basically. And uh, and I'm I'm proud and happy to be able to use your platform to also give my message. So I appreciate kudos that, man. to you, Eddie. And the way you introduced me, don't you know? You know who did that one time? I, you know, I used to be really close with Enrique and uh, Enrique Santos and the other guy. They had a show together yeah. back in the day. And I put him in my video, and we did a skit together. I was on there. They, they used to call me and crank call me. And he had a skit. They said, Don De Niro. I used to, so I hadn't seen it with an English accent. <laughs> everywhere I go to, everybody speaks fully Spanish. They don't have that, you know what I'm saying, that American. Don, don Dinero. Yeah, Don <laughs> Dinero. So definitely. It's, I, it's I, I, had to do, I had to do the English version well, of that, bro. Dope, Nobody, dope, nobody's Eddie. done it. So, you know, you got to be unique. Dope, that's you got to be unique. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's get into this. Let's get into this. Let's, uh, why don't you tell everybody about yourself for those listeners that are just tuning in who have never maybe heard your music, never heard what you were doing, any of your movies, anything that you have going on. I mean, you got a plethora of uh, of things happening. I am a political prisoner from Cuba. A political? Nah. <laughs> uh, listen, I've been blessed. Uh, Don DeNero, quick synopsis, my home in um you know, my, my, my parents came from Cuba in the 60s at the beginning of what the revolution was, uh, looking for a better life, right? Looking for the American dream. My dad came from Cuba with a second grade education. He was just a street animal. I figured it out, very smart with money, uh, very stupid dealing with people, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that, my dad was an animal. He was a great uh, dad. You know, he did everything he could from, you know. And my mom was a young, innocent, you know, my grandma make sure, you know, my dad, you know, he was a gangster, he wanted to marry a virgin. You know how though back in the day, they, they actually do exist. Oh. Not anymore, but they used to. Oh, right? man. So, <laughs> so um, no, 17-year-old virgin right now is a hard one to find. Back then, they could. So, you know, um, my dad, you know, married my mom, and, you know, my brother was born, I was born. I was born uh, a long time ago in New York City. So I was raised in the epic center of hip-hop. And uh, hip hop got into my my body, my blood, and everywhere the, the, the streets of New York. And then my dad bought a house in '75, so I was in my Hialeah since '75, way before even uh, uh, Luke Luke and his team yeah. popped off. I was there. Luke, remember, two yeah, life crew. The I whole. remember my mom uh, in '75. We moved out there. So in '80, '79, '89, my mom and my dad are getting a divorce. 
of finalizing it. And my mom doesn't know nothing about Miami. And in 1981, I moved right by Jackson High School in Adapata, like right six months right before the riots. So you were you were you were smacked a, right I wasn't in the a middle. Cuban, I was a cracker. Really? I had to fight because they didn't know what I'm saying. Like it was right. back then. It was, but it taught me something. I never knew up north. You don't see segregation. I realized how segregated we were in the south, and this is the dirty south. But those moments of my life made me who I am because I was able at a young age to get the best of both worlds. And not a lot of people know about that. Not yeah. a lot of people got the experience of that. And you know, we have something similar happening, but everybody forgets what happened back then well again it came down to a white officer killing a young african-american and all hell broke loose you know yeah. i have a saying where there is smoke there is fire right so people don't just react unless there's injustice and knowing the system and understanding the system does work for you but it also works against you absolutely the problem with this uh country is simple it's economics it 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 it's you economics. know, it, it always balances out somehow, some way to that. We've always seen that, you know, the power trip and the money and how if you chase the money, you find out where it's going. And it's and it's really interesting that you said that. Really I've, interesting. Been, I've been to, I would say, just about every city in the United States, with exception. I've never been to Hawaii, I mean, from a state standpoint, right? So I can't go to the city in Hawaii if I've never been to Hawaii. But just about every city I've gone to, with the exception of any cities in Montana, Utah, and those places, because unless I'm trying to buy a farm, I'm not there, right? <laughs> so in the, other, in the other cities, right? In the other cities, what I've noticed is every city is built the same way. Every city has a ghetto that's over-policed because that's where the criminals, they keep them there so they don't go to the nice neighborhoods. Right, and everywhere you go, if you don't know the city, they say, don't go over there, that's the bad part of town. And usually in the bad part of town, who lives there? Black and brown people, right? And every city I go to, it's the same way. Kentucky Fried Chicken, I've been a lot of places, and I've noticed a big change. The the Waffle House, they set up the the fat, I I watch the whole, it's it's like every city's almost built the same way. I I won't say that it's, you know, it's hard to say. I've been to a lot of places, so. Some are cliche, yeah. I would say some are cliche that they seem the same way all the time, but Listen, I wouldn't say every, every city, city I go to because I deal with hip hop. I have to go. If I go to Chicago, I have to go to the Yo, part Chicago's of Chicago. crazy. Yeah, but because the people that we know, we, we usually go. We shot a video in the part of Chicago where they're killing a lot of people. Yeah, the artists Chicago's we, crazy. The artist we signed was from there. I'm in a van in front of that house. Two days later, that same house gets shot up when we were just chilling in the front. So when I go to the city, I don't know how you. I go to the bottom. I go to where no one wants to go. When I was in St. Louis and we had to do an adventure music event in East St. Louis, everyone from St. Louis said, oh, no, we'll catch you after. We don't go to that side of town. Wow. And that's the side of town I go to because that's where, remember where hip-hop, and, and this is me with Chris's experience. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. Right. I'm in the bottom. So when, when I deal with hip-hop artists, I'm not dealing with a guy who graduated from Harvard. He graduated from... East Penitentiary, 
he just came home and he's, remember, so that's, that's why I look at cities when I go to differently. Now, when I go on vacation to a city, <laughs> or I go do business, I'm nowhere, I'm in a hotel. You can right. go to New York City and think it's the greatest city till I take you to the Bronx or, or certain places that you'd be like, I've, wait I've a been, second. I've been, I've been all Miami's up beautiful. And down. I've been up and down. Miami's uh, beautiful if you stay on that side of the beach. It, it's so funny. I've heard so many crazy stories about so many different places. Like when I went to Puerto Rico, you know, uh, a friend of mine, he's actually probably on here, Burke. You, you, I had the pleasure of introducing you to him. Yeah, my um, son lives in Puerto Rico. Burke, um, you know, we when we whenever we visited a place, we did what you what you're saying you're doing. We wanted to see what it was like for the locals, what it was really like, what what what's the worst that this you know this place had to offer. Right. And um, you know, I heard so much about New York for many many years, but New York's changed. New no, York ain't New, New York how it used to be back in the day. Economics. New York yeah. needed to change in the sense of money. It wasn't bringing them more tourism and money. Now they could. They could keep the tourists safe. 42nd Street was where all the pimps and the hoes was at. All the, all the You could put a cord and watch naked girls. And understand what New York City is, right? But you also understand we lived it here in Miami. We watched, my, we watched South be built. We watched them build buildings that are now 50 yeah. stories high. I, I lived in Sunny, I live in Sunny House. Look at Sunny House, how it is. So, you know, the only thing that's going to change, you know, are the buildings and that and, and people. And we're living in a time and an era where, you know, this country is the greatest country in the world because they keep us divided. It's the only way you can really... You know, any other country, it's what the guy says who has been charged. You're not going up against that, right? I just leave it at that, right? Pretty much. Right. So here, no, even with the Trump situation, uh, when he got voted in, if you had 100 people, it's supposed to be 40, 51 to 49. The problem with the 49 who didn't vote for him, they don't accept the fact they took an L. Just the other way around. When Obama was president, it was 51, 49. The 49 that didn't vote for him was like, no, no, I'm not a black president. What do you mean? No. Oh. Right, so you have to understand that that's what it is. If if Trump wins again or whoever wins, they're not winning by the landslides. Right, they keep it close, and either you're either on one side, either you're on the left. That's what they're making sure. Correct. Which is the blue side, or you're on the right, or you're on the right, which is the red side. And then you have the if very select few right, in the middle. Conserv- yeah, and if you're on the right, you have conservative views. But if you, most people who make money on the right. Like the right because of the economic aspect of it, no big government. Yeah, small but here, government. here's the, here's the thing. Here's here's where I find it very difficult to understand. Okay, it's supposed to be the right of the people. Right. The people are supposed to have the word. No. From there, it goes into the house. It goes into the Congress, and they vote on the things that we have decided on. But it's the opposite right now. Right now, you have the left and the right arguing like they normally would, just like they would back in the day. But there's no voice of the people. They're making the decisions and then voting on those decisions. Well, it shouldn't be that way. Okay, you tell me when it's been different, uh, and I'll wait. When it's been different? Yeah, tell me. I mean, we can go back yeah. in history. I mean, from the very beginning. When there was smaller government. When you can, it's bigger government. I mean, now, do you know you get a ten Kennedy when Kennedy get, was when when Kennedy was in? They they murdered him for okay, his ideas. but but again, it's the same concept. It, he was the voice of the people. Again, he wanted to bring something out. I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking that. When you say you have to understand how this country is built, right? You cannot. The president, uh, you have to. Everyone in Congress go for it. So you have they're, they're positioning to see can we dominate the Congress so we can get our laws passed and our legislation passed, right? Right. And how does legislation grow? I don't see no regular people in Washington lobbying for their rights. This is the part. It's money. You gotta. You know that. 
You got to hire Okay, lobbyists. okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who's, who's, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Unless they're hold lobbying on. on behalf of the people. <laughs> hold the, on. The guy in Hialeah, <laughs> it ain't lobbying shit. He's trying <laughs> to figure out how to pay his rent on Dia Primero. What I'm saying? So who's la- who's really out there trying to get these laws passed? <laughs> Hold on, hold Not on. The people. Before before we get into the heated debate, hold on. Before we get into the heated debate, because that that comes later. Okay. That comes later in our segment. That's that's the part where we all want to get into. Okay. But before we get there, we got We got to do the final introductions. All we right. we we, we kind of stemmed off a little it's bit there. Okay, that's great. <laughs> we don't always have to follow the script. We're gonna. W- w- what I want to do is I want to make sure everybody knows who Don De Niro is before we get into the hot mom. topics. No, <laughs> Before we get into the hot topics, um, so real quick, let's get into some of the really important stuff that I know a lot of people here were waiting to hear. Okay. Um, how was it that you got your start in the independent artistry world, and uh, and how have you uh, developed it since you started? I, I've been in the game over twenty uh, something years, but I really, you know, when I was in, you know, I went on a vacation, right? That the government forced me to go on. <laughs> for a few years, right? Almost four. And during that time, I decided that what I did to put myself in there didn't work, didn't make business sense. No one really makes money when you're away on vacation like that, right? So I became a rapper then. When I finished my situation that I owe in 99, I decided that there was a need in the market for Latin hip-hop. I was around all these dope-ass artists when I came up learning the business in the game, and I decided to do, I'm going to do Latin hip-hop when I and that's back in 97, 98. And when I decided to do Latin hip hop, you know what I'm saying? I stayed with it, you know? Oh, my bad. I'm trying to give it to you, and I'm... I'm it's okay, you're good, you're good. You know? I just so, want to remind you. <laughs> yeah. So you know, at the end of the day, I, I've been in it for a minute, and as far as independent, I've been independent my entire life, because when I came in with Latin hip hop, there were no Latin hip hop artists. Reggaeton was on the island, wasn't on the radio, so no one wanted to sign me. I had to sign myself. Okay. You know, and that's kind of. You know, How do you feel it's developed though since then? I mean, back then it was a lot more difficult to be an independent artist. Technology has changed everything. Back then, I had to try to get in a club and pay a DJ to spin it in the club to see how the people like the record. Do you now prefer it that buy, way? Now I could buy a, a a a list of a thousand DJs for a couple hundred bucks and just email them or, you know, right. have access. So it's not what I prefer. See, I think that this where people are, it's just, it's just the way the world is, right? You either you move with it or you stay stuck. So okay. uh, back okay. then it was the way it was right? because we didn't have, you know, I would have loved to FaceTime you in 89. <laughs> Right, that would have been fucking awesome, bro. I would have loved, you know. Oh, oh, you're gonna get me kicked off of YouTube, that man. Would, I said, I said, that's F U N K. Hey, that would have been awesome, right? That would have been awesome to be able to do that. So we didn't have that. So I, I was able to make the most of what I had, and it took a lot more money. My first video, I had to spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars because it wasn't digital. You needed film, right? You know, and that takes time. So, you know, nowadays. When you ask me, damn, there's so many artists. Yeah, it's a lot. It costs a lot less to become an artist today than it did back then. I had to spend over a million dollars, get all over radio, smash Billboard before I did a, got a, a full distribution deal with Universal. 
Wow. Now I'm giving away distribution deals for 300 bucks membership at Adventure right. Music. See the difference? Absolutely. If I could buy a distribution deal back then for 300 bucks, forget about it. Well, d the distribution of the music is a lot simpler as well. No, it's technology. So now it's content. So now when I look at Spotify, I look at Spotify as a Walmart. I look at Apple Music as a Target, right? I look at those are the big stores. There's right. a bunch of other stores that also that we... Uh, supply music to over 200 something all over the world right? right so what I'm saying is that once you understand I always tell someone distribution back then you didn't have access to my music like that you had to go to the store and buy my CD now right. all you have to do is grab your phone you don't even have to buy it you call them fans but the customers don't have to buy anymore they have to sit there for three minutes and give me a view give me a like put a comment that's the world right. we live in today back then i had to make sure that when you heard my song on the radio you wanted it so much you would tell your wife on monday when i'm going to, i'm taking time off for lunch i'm not eating lunch on monday to go to the, the record store that's by my job remember those days <laughs> i do i do i okay. remember i remember uh, so it was a lot of harder records to, right so when you went and sold a million records back then you 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 put a million people to the store now the numbers are different you need 1.3 billion streams to equal platinum Right. But streams is someone, you know, so the access, I think you have a lot. I can expose my, my music now to a lot more people because of that. And we've had discussions offline, you know, off air. And uh, and I noticed that your work ethic in this in this industry is exactly what you would see in a major Fortune 500 company. You know, the, you, you're constantly on the go, constantly moving, constantly adapting. What are some of the things that you're looking for in young entrepreneurs coming up in the game? What are some of the things that you're looking for when you're, you know, signing these, uh, you know, $300 deals? I'm sure you don't want to just sign anybody. No, no, that's not true. This is my, this distribution. I'm not signing people. They have access to become members of Adventure Music. And in today's day, they can have distribution for their music. Got it. Membership. Right. There's other companies that are doing the same thing. Distro Kid is uh 25 bucks i think free you can go to TuneCore. right the problem is there are 22 million independent artists in the united states as we speak and out of 22 million independent artists less than one percent will ever in their lifetime sign a major deal let's look at numbers that leaves you 19 million nine hundred and ninety nine thousand independent artists who will never in their lifetime sign a major deal so what do you do? That's what TuneCore and their tech guy said. There's a need in the market. Let's give them distribution. We don't really care about their music. We'll put it. We, and they do individual deals with Spotify right. and everyone else. And TuneCore was kind of the first one. And CD Baby where you can put out. CD your Baby, yeah. Right. But now let's look at market. CD Baby right now probably has 1.5 uh, independent artists who, who have distribution, digital distribution, not signed to a major label. It's something similar we have in the DJ world. Right, so not, not signed to the label. Now you look at TuneCore, uh, TuneCore, CD Baby has 1.5, TuneCore's at 2, that's 3.5. Then you throw in Adventures, DistroKid, uh, let's round it off to 5 million. We subtract 5 million from 19, you got 14,999,000 artists today without distribution that are out there singing and performing. And they don't even have distribution. No song on Spotify, nothing. That's the world we're dealing in today. That's the market I'm in. That, that's the market you're in that right. all these and now we have you're able because of technology open a platform like this I'm talking I'm on my uh, uh, Instagram live right, at right. the same time everyone can watch us now absolutely right so absolutely the, so the key is it's still the same thing though work you got to create content I'm constantly creating content if you're not creating content people today their attention span is is very short right, extremely because short. there's so much content back in the day if I dropped an album I can tour 
I would take two or three years before I dropped the next one. Now you got to drop four albums a year. It's funny because I thought, I, I really, really thought that during this time, you know, because things have slowed down a little bit. If you notice in the industry, when they first started saying, hey, things may open back up, there was a little spike in music. There was a little few things happening. But really, in actuality, even DJs, I think they something got sucked out of them. Nope. I to, to, I, you know, I, I really DJs, I haven't seen it. Yep, yesterday we just had the DMX uh, Snoop Dogg uh, IG I saw live that. battle. I saw that. Okay, that's what we're doing. But they're they're not, adapting. They, they, were, were they doing that before COVID? No, but, so, but, but, but guess all what? they're going to keep doing that after COVID. <laughs> that's what you have to do. But, you but have the to battle's adapt. been going on since the beginning of COVID. You, I'm saying you have to adapt. So you're saying artists. That's how artists are adapting, uh, doing live. But they're not dropping tracks. No, everyone's dropping music. I albums. Have, I'm telling you. Everyone, every Friday, there's a new banging artist. Drake just dropped a new hit with Khaled. What are you talking about? Um, I heard the hit. I heard it. So uh, you just dropped in the middle yeah, of COVID. But hey. the, okay, look. Hey, J. Cole just with. dropped one. Okay, so, All right. he so dropped two today. He dro Hold on. He dropped two today. He dropped two today. Okay. But before, before. Gucci Man just signed five pre, artists doing the COVID. Pre, pre COVID. Dollars each. Pre COVID. Right. Pre COVID. There was so much music distribution, I could not keep up with it. Okay. Right now, I can keep up with it. Again, I, I I'm in it, and I don't see. I actually see more visuals. I actually see. People I was downloading. Creative. I have our DJs now. They go live. Like DJs are going live on their IG and 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 playing dope ass music. No, I mean, see again. It when it first hit, it was really everybody was spiked. The DJs were pushing. They were trying to get the market out. But I've seen what, a steadily what decline. What DJs are you listening? Because I'm a New York guy. Listen. And I've been watching all the DJs. DJ City just had an entire podcast episode on this. I don't know who that is. DJ City is the largest distribution of all DJ remixes right now. Again, I don't. I'm, I'm <laughs> talking about real DJs that are. Like, these are the biggest, no, 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 baddest about, DJs right, in, in saying, the world right I'm, now. When I'm, again, I don't know what hip hop you're talking about? In general, period. Oh, uh, no. I, you know, I deal with Funkmaster Flex. I deal with the DJs. Okay, but Funk, Funk, right, Funkmaster Flex hasn't dropped anything in a he long time. And he's, and, he, and he's not relevant right now. Hey, he, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's not relevant right now. Listen, Let's be honest. Listen, he's not relevant right he's now. He's on the number one hip-hop. So then Khaled's not relevant. Khaled's relevant, but he's relevant. So who's to, relevant to you then? As far as DJs yeah, right now? like that, might, that I can drop a name and everyone knows. Okay. Not that you only know. Look, DJ Envy. But DJ Envy, what does DJ Envy do? He's on the Breakfast Club, and how he's is got it? a podcast. He's got everything. Right. Charlemagne, the the God, okay. another one. Let, you want to keep going? Yeah, <laughs> those are the guys who I'm talking about who are doing their. You're thing. talking about hip hop. You're yes, talking about hip hop. That's what I'm, the only thing I care about. Fle flex, I'm a hip hop artist. Flex, no, but you're you're crossover. No, you, I don't crossover nothing. You I do got, Latin you got hip hop, the Latin. and I add the Latin sounds because I'm Latino. And if I was Greek and had hip hop with Latin sounds, I'm cro I'm trying shit. I mean, I'm trying things. <laughs> no, no, I have to make sure you understand my passion. So no one ever, because I went through that when reggaeton came out. I said, you're reggaeton artist? No, I'm hip-hop. And the reason I say hip-hop, hip-hop is tell me where you're from, what's happening in your hood. And then I add some, but majority of my tracks are from hip-hop. Like producers. the new two tracks that you just dropped, which I love, by are the way. If you guys haven't heard it, make are sure you records, to it. hip-hop records, and I take But it sounds like Orichas. No, are you crazy? The Orichas hip-hop with a Latin twist. It is. It's not reggaeton. That's it's not different. reggaeton. So no, it's, it's not reggaeton. So anything, but, okay, let me, the Cardi B with Fat Joe song not too long ago. So we're, 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 the Cardi B with Fat Joe song not too long ago that had that, that had that Latin, with J Balvin okay. and what we call that. That's a hip-hop song with Latin beats. That's hip-hop. It's not hip-hop? What is it? 
I, 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 would, I would put it more on pop. <laughs> again, again, I respect you. Yeah. I've only been in this 20 years. I'm telling you what it is. You got yeah. hip-hop artists in there. You can't have Cardi B and classify it as a pop record. Now, you can put it in the pop oh, genre man. as a DJ when you're spinning your stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a popular song. Yeah, it's, pop it's, is it's, short for popular, but it's a hip-hop record. I guess I find hip-hop to be in a, in, a, in a very specific classification for me personally, I guess. Okay, okay. I guess yeah, that I guess I guess that would be the, the 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 great barrier here. No, no, it's not a barrier. It's just uh, as a DJ, you have to you play a lot more varied music than I listen to because I'm a hip hop artist, right? And I don't even listen to Bad Bunny. Right, right. Bad Bunny is okay, but Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is his own. His he's his own. No, I uh, understand you know, the thing. generation. Yeah. I, if Don DeNero doesn't do what he does, so Bad who, Bunny doesn't exist in two. Who in the Latin hip hop flavor would you say you Ooh, really, love, really like? I love, I love uh, say Coquiwela when he goes out and battles on his okay. hip hop tracks. Añengo uh, Flow, uh, Lapis from Dominican Republic, uh, my man NK Profeta from Venezuela that lives here now, um, and the list goes on of all dope artists that I listen to, and then I listen to everyone. I listen to the Dembo movement that's happening in Dominican Republic. I understand reggaeton because Baby Rasta. Dembo is coming back heavy. Did no, you Dembo notice that? Dembo has never left in DR. No, but it's it's like making a mainstream uh, okay. drop again. It's okay. kind of like look, Alpha, look, the biggest Dembo artist they have is you know Dancehall. Dancehall never went anywhere. But do you know who? But Alpha there's nothing is? new like. Yeah, Alafa, yeah, okay, of course. He's the number one exporter of Dominican Dembo around the world. Right, so right. maybe because of him, another guy will get an idea. So yes, yes. but it, it has to come I'm, from It's somewhere. making its like little mainstream yes, jump again. You know, Because every music comes back once in a while. It has its like little niche the and then it comes back. The only thing that I'm going to tell you that the, to me where the DJs getting back to the, are taking a, a huge hit almost cursed by the way <laughs> a huge hit uh -huh. they're not in the clubs anymore and that's how they made their bread DJs make their bread especially radio DJs doing parties I'm here Thursday night I'm at the strip club Tuesday night right. I'm doing right and then what happens at the club and at the strip clubs with all especially here now with the COVID right, right. you're breaking new music you're breaking records I like to go to strip club get some chicken wings okay right and sit there and listen to some music then I'm out <laughs> so what I'm saying is that we, they took that away from us, right? So you can't go to a club, have a good time, dance, right? The DJ control that. Remember, if you after that hip hop, the DJ started hip hop. Yes. No, the DJ. One hundred percent. Cool herc. I mean, we can we bring right. it down. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then he used to bring his buddy with the crates. Right. And then he couldn't have. And then there would MC. Nope. He, the, the MC comes from this. Yep. The DJ he would say, "Yo, do me a favor, grab this mic, and get the people with their hands out." So he brought. Correct. Can you move the crowd, MC? MC. Move the crowd. All right, party people, put your hands up, right? Then the yeah. MC started, then the DJ and the MC became buddies because the DJ said, well, I could bring him, he handles the crowd. We'll, we'll, we'll take it back old school, B Street. Okay. That's what I'm <laughs> trying to tell you. That's, no, because remember, I'm an OG. I yeah, was yeah, yeah. doing B Street. I'm, I'm already 10 years old. Right. You, you 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 came in 75 you said no i came to miami in 75 i was born in 69 so b street came out like 77 78 uh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 79 closer to the 80s i think that, if i'm not mistaken i'm yeah. already 10 years old when that song right. i'm already i've already got to 12 house parties it's working remember we started with it's house working parties. we started with house parties <laughs> hey hip-hop started the dj so when you see emd yeah with the big head that's hip-hop I mean, when you go, that's hip hop. Hip hop started the DJ, and what is the EMN guys? They just eliminated the rapper, and they took the shine. The DJ took the shine back from himself. That's what they did with that type of techno music. 
with the guys with the with, and they can pick a hundred thousand to show and he's got a big ass head and the crowd is going crazy and you know what he did he said, F the rapper, F the MC, the show is mine. And they took over that market and went. But it, anywhere it, you see a DJ, I'm giving you facts. DJ, there was no such thing as a DJ before hip hop at all. There was nothing. There was nothing. There was nothing. Before that, you had <laughs> Michael Jack. There was nothing as a DJ. The DJ, that portable, that house party, everything that we were doing started. I, 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 and today, if you go to a bachata, all Spanish club, and you see a DJ, that's hip hop even though he's playing bachata. You, you know, it all, it all comes to the origin. I gotta see what the, I gotta see what the chat room's saying. I gotta see what the chat room's saying. All right, so here we go. Michael January, what's up, man? Jesse Lopez. Uh, problem is that genres have branched out. Uh, Daisy, what's going on? Hip hop, trap, uh, grime. Uh, what does he say? Uh, what, what did he write there? He meant Dembo. Oh, Dembo, okay. Dembo, yeah. Is here because of El Afe. Yes, I just said that. Yeah, and uh, Beat Street came in 84, the yes. same year uh, as okay. Purple Rain. there it is, and I was yeah. 13. Yeah. I, uh, thought I, 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 I knew it was more 80s, well, like uh, beginning I of explain, 80s. How do I explain, uh, one of the, and I think in, uh, in 2005, when I was popping, and the reggaeton movement was extremely, uh, uh, Don Juan had reached his peak, Daddy Yankee was out there, and everything, people asked me... Um, this was right. late 90s. No, no, this was, um, I was just 2005, right? I dropped my album 2002. When I dropped the Kewal album, n none of them guys were in the US. I want to say like 2000 is when I got introduced to Daddy Yankee. Okay, yeah, but he's already- And Looney right. Tunes. That's, no, Looney Tunes was- It came in like 2004, 2005. That's when they came in. But yeah. what I'm saying, when I came in 2002 to hit radio, they were doing the Playero. Then when, when I opened up the market and I got the deal, that's when Elia and Tejo came through. Yeah. And we had, and we was like, yo, they, they went to our program director and said, you got the net because back then, Latin, when I charted with Panapan, I charted Tropical, there was no urban stations. Right. Right, I was, when I was, got on rotation, which was super hard, I'm on rotation, and every other artist that's on rotation has a major deal with Universal Latin, Sony. So I'm right. up against, when they put my song on rotation, they would do Mark Anthony's song, Celia Cruz was yeah, alive, yeah, yeah. you would have, uh, you would have uh, Grupo Nietzsche, yeah. you would have great, and then a Don De Niro record, that's what... And that's it was, and it was way left field for them well, back then. Again, I want to thank Leo Velas, who took a chance as a program oh, director. Oh man, Leo, bro. Yeah, Leo was the one, Leo's, Leo's the, reason, the man. Hey, I, uh, Leo's the reason I'm here. Leo's Leo heard man. my music, and he said, you know something? I'm gonna program this. La and, and, and at that time, <laughs> Salsa 98 was the number like three station and Sol was one. And uh, who's the program director still today at, over there at Sol? Uh, I don't know, I, I thought it changed. He didn't, wanna, he didn't wanna play my stuff. And when he went, when, when uh, La Mega, I mean, uh, Salsa, no, Salsa 98 was uh -huh. Leo Vela started playing me in less than three months, they were the number one radio station in Miami. And there was nothing I can do at Salsa. And then all of a sudden, the phone rang. And it was El Sol. <laughs> can you come do some drops for me? I'm going to play your record. Right? And then it, I went you, ahead and did it. I, I think that the problem with radio but what, but is, I, is what, point, what, what we get. My point that I want to yeah, make yeah, the genres of music, when you hear the, the, when you say from, when people say trap, does anyone know? Because, you know, I see a lot of people, land trap. Well, Trap started in 2000 when T.I. dropped a mixtape called Trap Music, and yeah. he used that type of production. T.I. was right definitely now, one of the first. Uh, do, you know the, do you know what's going on right now that was adopted in New York that came from Chicago? It's called Drill Music. No. Lot, uh, drill Music is Pop Smoke, which is, that's Drill Music. Okay. Okay. Drill Music is little 
uh, a lot of Chicago artists, and now there's New York drill. And a lot of the Pop Smoke was doing New York drill, and there's a lot of artists coming out. That's another ex expansion right. of of the trap aspect of it. Yeah, and I look been at like his hip hop. So now. when people, well, those are kids. It's no, it's, those it's are just, kids it's the of, new thing. Listen, new those thing. are kids of hip hop. Reggaeton is the daughter of hip hop because you cannot rap on a, anything and not. I don't care what beat it is. That who started rapping? How did people start rapping? hip-hop so you can't rap on a reggaeton beat and it's still reggaeton but that's the daughter hip-hop all they did was change the production on it yeah i mean how can you say no 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 i I'm, mean i'm I, giving look, you facts I'm it's not, it's a hundred percent like i, I can't i so can't when you argue say that trap because, music because, that's a son of hip-hop because none of it would have been anything without it but then again if you look at hip-hop hip-hop wouldn't be hip-hop if it wasn't for disco okay Disco, but listen to this. Who, again, when you look at that's the whole purpose. But hip hop was really, really there. On and disco, when hip hop took over, disco died. Yeah, I mean, again, hip hop it was, has it was never. A stem. How long was, it was disco a around? It was a stem. That's how why people are saying. Around? That's why people are saying hip hop's been around thirty plus years now and going strong. But this is why people are saying, oh, hip hop's dying, hip hop's dead, blah 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 blah, because trap is just making its move. Look, well, I don't, I yeah, don't but agree when you with say that. Trap, even though. You might change the brand of the name. It's like saying Coca-Cola's going out of business because they're selling Sprite. That doesn't make business sense. I no, look at it from correct. The, it's the same and thing. It's the same company under one it's thing. It's the same and thing. I, and you're I get, just changing production. I get what you're saying, but the stem of what we consider, you know, quote-unquote, real hip-hop. This is street talk, right? So, quote-unquote, real hip-hop which, you know, you had your, your measures, your bars, and you could understand what the rapper was saying. And he was talking about what was happening in his streets, what was happening in his hood, you know, and, and, and he either had a message in between it or he was just, you know, word playing and having some fun. That was real hip hop. Nowadays, what are they doing? They're degrading the, the you know, the, the, the system. They're degrading, you know, the, the society. You know, when, when, it, when, it's, it's totally something. different. When, no, no, I disagree. Listen to this. When hip hop started, it was all Mickey Mouse songs, LL Cool J, Beastie Boys. Oh boy! All Mickey going, Mouse songs. You know what I'm about Mickey Mouse? There's no cursing. There was nothing. You know who changed the game? Biggie and Tupac. When that gangster stuff, people were saying music is changing. Well, you, let, let, let me finish. You're saying it's changing. Back then, they're saying, oh, it's not. It's not fun anymore. They they they're talking about gangster stuff, and then N.W.A. comes back. F the police. Understand that that at that moment when gangster rap was coming, they were saying the same thing. Now, do you know why this mumbling rap happened? Listen, there's a drug called there's a, there's a drug called lean, and when they started taking the lead, a lot of these rappers, let me tell you how the mumble rap started. When they are lean, they're in the mic like this. Uh, you talking uh, about? Uh, they don't, <laughs> and that that's how that and that's and, how it stemmed. And guess what? There's a group called Migos who did pretty good with that. So I like to talk to their fans who made them millions of dollars. Is that tacky or not real hip hop? So as an exec of the game, I don't criticize nobody's music. If you make it from however you make it, I study why do people like that, right? right. Because I don't understand it. And that might be your problem. You don't understand why it's, I'm just saying from a bit. Okay. Why, why are they even attracted to this stuff, right? There, there's, okay, but you, you can't say Some that there's certain rap. songs. Some people can't rap. There's certain songs okay. that you're like, man, I can't believe that made it. You, you can't tell me exactly, that you don't feel that way. Exactly, but then you have to say, let me ask you a question, but I go to a club and they're all dancing it. And uh, okay, so I got to play it. 
But okay, the but it doesn't mean I have to like it. Doesn't mean you don't like Gucci, but you 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 don't have to buy it. But Gucci's popping. Gucci's popping. I don't like it. Okay, then that doesn't mean because you don't like it. That doesn't mean that company and them people are not doing something. You got to one hundred percent. And that's how I look. I'm at not it. saying I'm not giving them props, I used but to what be I'm the saying guy is that I was the real lyricist, and then, then I would say, okay, I'll give an example. I was running Gino Green Global Music, and Saweso and um. Bring me a song called Watatatustas Berry. Remember that yeah. song? I threw it out the window. Yeah, you told me. You told and me. And it became a hit. It came, yeah, it That's was, when it I realized massive. I didn't know shh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank so you. You saved, you saved my channel. No, I just, I just, but what I'm saying is that I'm trying to tell you is that I'm got, as a, you're a young G, you're 33, you've been successful. So when people, when they're young and they're successful and they've done it on their own, they don't really want to hear what anyone has to say. Because, no, no, I'm not talking no, about me. No. Listen to me. I'm not saying you're not listening to me. I'm just giving you, I want you to look at it from a musical standpoint and, and really study. I study how wax songs make it. And it's usually nowadays, kids love it, bro. They, well, look, I'm, I'm going off the, I'm going off the, the you know, what, what they're saying here in the messenger. So let's, let's take a look. Go, all go, right? go. So here we go. Real yeah. hip hop, uh, real hip hop dies late 90s. Now music is mumble rap. Hop. Um, Jesse says, Little Wayne started the mumbling. It's questionable. Okay, Jesse no, Lopez. Cool. Hold on. Jesse Lopez also continued with it and said, Kids today wouldn't know what great music is if it slapped them in the face. Again, this is not oh, what oh, I'm saying. How is, old are these this people is, coming? <laughs> well, they're a little older. But let, let's just say, because I know Jesse's around your, you know, he's got to be around your age. Exactly. So he would feel if he's not still in the music. Well, there you go. The, Jesse, what's your age, listen, brother? Listen, if I wasn't in the music business, Eddie, if I wasn't in the music business, I'd, I'd kind of feel priced out too. You know, I I kind of feel like the, the music left me behind because I'm in it and I'm with all the young people and I understand when they bring me the next guy. Like, I met Pop Smoke before he popped and we knew, yo, this music's going to pop. The kids are lacking to it. And you know what they're talking right. about? And all they're talking about is killing, banging out. Yeah, I mean, look. Yeah, but I got my sons in college. But and, just and because my nephew something in college, makes money doesn't make, make it good. Okay, I have my... my oh, the my Kardashians my make 19, money doesn't mean they're good. Okay, my 19-year-olds. Yeah, but in business, that nobody cares. If it makes money, it's successful. But so you're, you're putting personal between business. If something makes you money and I say, yeah, bro, unless it's not you, as long as you're not hurting nobody and it's not, for example, you're not selling a medicine that's killing people, right? right. If it makes money and I come around and say, yo, you're selling ugly cars. Right. How do you sell those cars? They're so ugly. You know what you can say? I don't care. I'm selling them. Right. Right. So if you if if that's the case, uh, so an artist is successful, he pops off doing whatever, and Meneinto, some mm -hmm. Mickey Mouse stuff, and he pops it off. Someone liked it. Like it's not like that. You can't really. You have to respect it and you have to study, even though you can say that's a one-hit wonder. It's not going to go further. Now they got to prove you different. Right. 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 But there's a lot of the Migos wasn't a, that mumble rap took off, and when someone says Little Wayne started it. And he was able to influence other artists that then changed their lives, got out of the bottom. You know, the key about hip hop, people have saved so many lives, Look. whether it's not gangster rap anymore, whether it's not what you people want it to be, just like you still want, you know, a lot of people that don't accept change, they still get in, buy the same car, they still wear the same clothes because they're comfortable, because uh, I've, been, I've been driving Chevy my whole life, I don't want to try another car because I don't know. Like, those people will never see change. I see change in everything, in politics, it's nonstop. Life is nonstop change. Either you you uh, uh, adapt. adapt or you die. And a lot of people are dead with music 
because they still so the beautiful thing about technology listen uh-huh. the beautiful thing about technology now that people tell me damn Dinara, i love your old music we'll go to spotify nah, and listen nah. to see that's wrong let me finish no it's okay no it's not wrong some people I, some people tell you man i like the older album better than your new album and then i said dope go listen to my old album all you want it's on spot it's everywhere right back then if you didn't buy it and you didn't have it you couldn't listen to old music so i tell all the people that don't want to listen to this rap anymore go to spotify or whatever playlist and do a playlist of all the old stuff go back and get all the big shirts and wear those too right go back you could do that and be nostalgic me as an exec i'm looking forward to the future and i think hip-hop is in a great place i think the artists that are there are incredible i think we've had more women artists in the past few years than we've had in all of hip-hop going at it from cardi b to nikki when she made it to uh the stallion now that's kicking butt uh to even young ma who's really a dude but uh, uh, but uh, really a girl whatever that's yeah yeah so I think we're in a great state. We're in a you great see, state. I, I heard young M.A. a few times. Look at Takashi right now. Snitch can yeah. pop off. Come on. Yeah, I don't like his stuff, but I, how does he do it? How does he break the internet? Again, again, I think the misconception here is that it's not the stem of what, what, what hip-hop was based on, the, the preference of what hip-hop is supposed to be. You understand? Do you, do you so know? when these guys say, I'm spitting hip-hop, and you're like, Yo, you, you spitting something else. This is not hip-hop. Uh, you know what I mean? Do you know when Zuckerberg uh, started Facebook, it wasn't intended to be what it is today? It wasn't, no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you get it? I get what you're going with. I, I get what you're going with. You have to understand. It's I, gonna, and, and guess what? Guess what's going to happen when you're 43 and, 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 I can't I'm, say, and I, I'm 23? That's I, what's going to happen, right? Say, I can't say that. I don't disagree no, with you. 10 years from now, what's going to happen? Things are going to change. Yeah, but that's okay. And it's always going to change for the better unless you're someone. See, I'm a positive dude. Most of those people, the glass is half empty. So, so you're saying that our society has changed for the better? My brother, it's always going to change for the better. The only time you're hearing it now is from the people who didn't think it's better. So let me ask you a question. Uh, let's, who's the, who's the, I'm going to give you an example. Who's the latest guy to blow up that you might like in hip-hop? Right now? Yeah, in the last year. Oh, let's go. Old Town Road. The guy from Old Town Road, right? Right? Listen, he All did right. a little song. No, I don't, I'm not All saying right. the song. I'm giving an example. <laughs> Do you think his life is better? Oh, yeah. That's my case. So some people, he's going to tell you right in now, sense, until, hip-hop today changed you know. his life. It's in a great state of mind. You're going to say, that's not hip-hop. You did country wrong. You did this and that. No. Not you. I'm just saying the yeah. people. I understand. I understand. Right? So but you have critics say, for everything. You have critics for everything. Right. So there what is I'm no right or wrong answer. What I'm talking about is the general. Of course, you're always going to be right when you say there's no general. But I'm going with the general consensus. Right. Meaning the general population, the public, wh- what we hear on the radio, on all the hip hop stations, on everything. I follow all this stuff right. closely and relatively. This is why I say flex is not, you know. Funk, don't get me wrong. I love Flex. The guy has been an icon in the industry forever. Check, it out. Check out his playlist. If you make his playlist, you pop. You see, you guys don't understand. I'm in New York. He's there every night in the station. Yeah, Flex he, is New York. You know what I mean? Like, but New York but, is the capital of hip-hop. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so anymore. No, I think no, LA is taking no. over, man. No. If you, I thought you was going to say Atlanta or something because it hits. Mm. LA hasn't had a rapper come out of there since when? Um, exactly. Exactly. So you can't say that. So you can't even say know, that. Bro. I'm in New York, my I'm brother. talking You're about like LA. hits, bro. I know. I know. I know. When was the last time we talking about hits? The last hit to come out right now is what? The last artist that was number one was Pop Smoke, and he was dead. And he came out of New York. He just dropped a drill album. Right? Who, who's come out of New York right now, recently? Pop Smoke just tried. They murdered him. He had the yeah. number one album. 
That's just, that's one of the big albums that they that just dropped, Pop Smoke album with the drill music. So Where's now, the baby from, Sandy? The baby, which one? The baby's from North Carolina. Yeah. He's Little from Carolina. Baby's from somewhere. Else. Yeah, they're not yeah. from LA. The baby. Yeah, yeah, they're not from LA. The only guy is Blueface that came out from LA from Cali. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. whack 100 lives high. So what I'm saying is that I, I look at the, the game differently than other people because I'm in the game, right? I'm in the game. I'm in New York City. It's still the mecca of fashion, music, sports, whatever you want to call it. It's New York. I know I sound a little cocky. I mean, it's the truth. You feel me? Even numbers, population, we're still the number one city in the United States. What's the number one market in the United States? New York, number two, LA, number three, Chicago, number four, Philly, number five, Houston. Miami's not even in the top. No, 20. no, no, we're not even in the top twenty. Yeah. If you didn't know, yeah, we're, Houston we're, we're, has we're, a, a larger market movement than Miami. Houston, it's the number five market, and it's based on population. Though. I mean, you're always gonna have the big cities, but it's unfortunate that Miami's not up there because it's not. It's, even though it's numbers, it's like it's so. It's a different. Yeah, city. it's weird. It's a different. It's a hub. People are here for three days and leave. Which is something that we're working on. So no, Miami's still. Listen, I love Miami. Which is something that Miami's we're working in, on. Miami's an incredible city. Wink, it's, wink. Miami, <laughs> hey, Miami's the hub for Central and South America for Latin artists. Miami's where you need to be. I agree. That's I agree. the difference. I agree, hundred percent. But Latin artists, Miami. Miami definitely has that that flavor and has that 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 market niche for it because we're a big melting pot. Miami's we're a, a big beautiful pot. city, bro. I, again, it's it's so many. Again, I look at things differently. Even the artists that are coming out, and I'm down, I'm at the bottom with artists that the world doesn't know about, and I see the movement. Look what Ross was able to do with his movement. And, and I'm telling you, Miami is, is and the music and the sound and the women right. and everything else and the culture. Every city has its culture, you know, and it's weird. So yeah. I think we're in a great state of hip hop. And honestly, I think that artists today who want to become artists have more opportunities than they ever had. Um, uh, if you have an Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, then all your marketing is free. You're not training right. for marketing. You just got to create content. One of the things that you had told me offline was, you know, artists should be dropping things every Friday. You should have content coming out every single Friday. Do you feel that the content should be well, um, well scripted, like well done, you know, or, or do you think they should just drop whatever they got? Okay, it depends on what level. You know, I get kids hit me up on my DM and say, hey, give me some pointers. What do you think I should do? And I keep it simple. I said, how many years did it take you to graduate high school? He said, four years. I said, well. For some. I don't <laughs> right. It took me seven. <laughs> No, um, but what I mean by that, what I mean by that is, I'm trying to give them something they understand, right? In the sense that, you know, you, if you go in high school as a freshman, you got to go freshman. But it's not just school; you learn things in right. high school. Yeah, right? you, you develop. Learn, you develop. So the, you you that's build the your own word. ear. So I told I tell any young artist, it's going to take you about four years to develop into the true artist you want to be, and then you should be ready to go. Some people get lucky on their first song, "Old Town Road." We'll never see that kid again in our lives. That song is too big. It's kind of like Ma, uh, the Macarena. Yeah. So you never you can't come back. The Macarena guy's getting checks. We'll never see him again. I haven't seen it. And I haven't danced in the no. Macarena in a long time. Right? So what I'm saying is those are classics. So it all depends. But we're in the best time for an artist who decides today, he's 14, 15 years old, hey, mom, dad, I want to become a rapper. Great. Go to DistroKid. Now you have distribution. Great. Uh, open on Facebook. All free stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Dad, I need a mic and I need a, a laptop. All right, you can have your studio in your house yep. now. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Pro so Tools, everything. And drop albums all day and have a camera guy with a decent camera. How about this? Get an iPhone. You can shoot a video for iPhone if you yeah. don't have. The key is you have to create content. A lot Absolutely. of people say, oh, again, if you're those certain people who see obstacles as huge problems, 
then you'll, ne you'll always complain about the obstacle and never worry about the solution. And there's a lot of people walking around on this planet that way. I like that you said that. It's the truth. It's I how like you that look you said at that. You're always going to, life is about obstacles and problems. And either you're focused on the solution or you're focused on problems. And the people focusing on problems are complaining. Oh, yes, how about it? I can't get through that wall, bro. I got. And the other guy's trying to figure it out. Yeah, ah, bro. And then they give up. Do you know, there's, do you know that there, uh, most people, they're so afraid of failing? Oh, no, but let me finish the statement. Yeah. Take this one. They, hey, they don't even try. They don't. They, huh. you, know, you see, there's a line. There's a line right here. <coughs> they will spend, <laughs> listen, there's a line right there, and they will spend their entire life looking at the line Yo. saying, Should I jump? Yo, look, should I go? Look at the talent. Look at the talent over there blocking her face. Hey. I'm telling you, listen. when she first started here, she was afraid to do anything. And you know, once once she let the reins go, man, she but I'm gonna tell you something flew away. Uh, again, that that usually comes, and it happens because our parents. It's something that happens that we, how we're raised. And for example, I have, uh, uh, I think it's uh, my ladies, but her mom's always worried about everything, right? And you know what worrying is? Praying for bad things to happen for you. That's the energy you're putting out, worrying. Oh my God, ten cuidado, ten cuidado con el accidente. El carro no te choque, right? It's like, oh, someone, you remember the abuela waiting on the phone for, ¿Qué te pasó, mijita? Oh, no, yeah. Right? Because they're waiting. So if you're expecting for some a bad phone call, man, it's going to come. You're putting that energy. Oh, it's going to come. Feel me? You just got to stay positive and smoke a lot of wagadiki wiki. <laughs> Nipsey said, he's, uh, just excuse me, Jesse Lopez says, Nipsey came out of L.A., um, decade says like Harry Mack, DJ Decade. What up, DJ Decade? What's going on, brother? Uh, New York and LA support their music artists. Uh, Miami's all about what's trending. Do what? Uh, do you better pull out hits or you go cold? Uh, happen I mean, to Piccolo I mean, and and Cubo. You know what? Pic you know Piccolo, Piccolo's dropping some new stuff. FYI. Yes. Shout out to Piccolo. He's uh, he's doing some some things. Yeah, I just had him. In Unfortunately, other we just don't get the support here in Miami. That's the problem. We don't have we don't have the people supporting Made in Miami. Again, I, I have to disagree because you have superstars like Rick Ross, you have Pitbull, you have artists that have made huge impacts in the music industry. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I disagree that and when an artist doesn't. Okay, if we have. I just How hear, did Pitt get his go? I just hear, again, again, Pitbull, I'm telling you, the end result from Rick Ross. End result, but look, Pitbull. Rick Ross got so much backlash even here in Miami for being a corrections officer, bro. Okay, again, that's part of the game because the hip-hop game, you're supposed to be this gangster guy, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, but that's BS, It doesn't bro. matter. It never we stopped. all know that. Do you know, it never stopped. Even when 50 Cent was doing Officer Ricky, he dropped his best albums doing that. He made, he cared, he made it about the music, yeah. and because of all that controversy, he lived. Guess what life is going to throw at you? It's going to punch you right in your mouth. I don't care if you're Rick Ross, if you're for Pepito Sanchez for the Bronx, or Little Billy from Hialeah that's driving the truck and it's his first day on the job and he catches a flight tire and he's late to his first. Things are gonna happen. 100%. How do you react to them? And guess what? If you're doing something with your life, people will criticize you. Everyone's gonna give you their opinion. And I'm gonna say this, it's better to create something that everyone criticizes than to create nothing and criticize everybody. Let that sink in. Swakata. <laughs> Right? And I you like got that. a bunch of people who sit behind, typing, criticizing, and then in their own lives, they're not taking no risk. They're, 100%. they're doing nothing. So 100%. that's why, I'm not gonna lie, yo me paso lo que me dicen por la swiggy. 
I understand. I don't 100%. care because no one's living it. I, I can agree the with guys, that. My guys were out there living it, fighting it. My guy right here, we don't see those obstacles. Right or wrong? Right now, I'm trying to set up the studio. I'm getting all this stuff. You know what everyone's telling me? By your head. Yesterday, <laughs> you guys went there yesterday. Did the sun come out or the sun didn't come out? You know how many people told me not to do that photo shoot? No, but me that's either. everybody. That's everything. Ah, and I'm not everybody, so I, that's why that's I am everything. who I am, and I've been able to rise and crop the crop because I don't think like everybody. I don't react like everybody, and I'll put it all in the line. I'll put all my money. If I believe in something, I will risk it all to make it happen. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to risk everything to make your dream come true? If you're not, then don't complain, and the life you have, you, you deserve that life. 100%. Okay, next. Boy, oh yeah. Oh yeah! No, I'm passionate. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna put that metrics. I want. Oh yeah! If coming, hold on. Oh yeah, he, he's he's the next. He's the next. Uh uh uh. uh what is it? A I motivational wrote, speaker, no, right there, bro. Listen, I just wrote a book. Okay. It took me nine years. It's called uh, Sixteen Lessons: The Formula. Where, it, it, when does it drop? Does it, uh, did it already I'm drop? Work. I still have to finish the audio aspect. I'm doing animation for the story. It's taking time, but the key: the book is done English and Spanish. Okay. And the purpose of the book. Do we have a, a general guideline? Or I'll, when, when I'll give be? you a, uh, no. I'm saying, I can give you a synopsis of the. Say it's called sixteen lessons. I can read out if you want. If you let me. No, of I'll course, brother. Oh, yeah, so this you is understand what the mi book casa, is. tu casa. So, this is for example lesson number one. Okay. You should always seek knowledge. You must learn in order to teach your brothers and sisters love each other unconditionally. We all need each other to survive. Everything you've ever learned was taught to you by someone else. By the age of seven, you probably learned how to walk, talk, eat, run, catch, sing, dance, read, write, use the bathroom, and go to school. It might have been your mother who taught you how to write your name. Maybe it was your father who taught you how to throw a ball. And maybe your older brother taught you how to tie your shoes. The beautiful thing is they also learned all these things from someone else. This is how humanity has survived for thousands of years. The elders taught the young ones everything they knew because it was the only way they could progress. The ones who have all the knowledge will always have all the power. Educate, education is the key, and you must educate yourself to the highest degree possible. The more you know, the more power you will have to affect change on this world. Your thirst for knowledge should be as strong as your thirst for water, but the majority of your knowledge will not come from universities. It will come from life experiences. No professor can teach you how to love or who to love. Only someone who you truly love can break your heart, and there isn't a single university on the face of this planet that can teach it teaches a course on broken hearts. Only someone who has experienced a broken heart can help someone else get through that rough period. To help educate someone is to empower and love them. Love is the key. There's more love in this world than there is hate. Unconditional love is everywhere, but you must look for it. In order to find it, you must become aware of everyone you come in contact with on a daily basis. How you feel about someone will affect how you treat them. Everyone is fighting a battle within themselves, so be kind. Show love, and you'll receive love in return. This is the universal law. If a newborn baby does not receive love and affection within the first three days of its life, it will die. It is evident that we need each other because without people, who would the governors govern? Who, I mean, who would the governments govern? Who would artists perform in front of? Who would ride the trains and the subway? Societies are built with people, and our lives are affected by the actions of other people. Whatever you set your mind to do with your life, you will definitely need someone else's help to achieve your goals. Human, listen, human beings need other human beings to survive on this planet. That's lesson number one, so you get an idea. The narrow. Hey, I'm not a dummy. I might look like me. No, no ne never. Never, But you bro. notice you're helping Li him produce the show. That's lesson number one. Listen. I came in here with, guess what, without uh, artists and music, 
and all the stuff, you have nothing to right. Con we all need each other. That's and, right. And and one of the reasons when you call me and you tell me I know I don't say no to anybody. Uh, we live in a world that our parents tell us, no confie en nadie, don't trust nobody. And you know what the universe brings you? Most, more untrustworthy people because it must bring that to reality in your life. I trust everyone until you show me who you are and then I believe you and I keep it moving. But I, that's why I bring so many good people into my life. Like I have the formula. I know what I'm doing and I'm living it. And I have four kids, three grandkids. Everybody, he knows. He comes to my house in the morning. It's like a, it's like I'm, like it's like I lie. Won the lotto at 21, right? <laughs> no, look, God has blessed me that I have. I'm 51, and I'm proud to say it because I have the wisdom. That's beautiful, but I have man. the energy of a 21 year old. That's beautiful, and man. that's a powerful combination. 100. percent He's keeping it 100. Hey, let 1, me tell 000. you. Let me tell you, the people were loving that, man. You got to drop that book soon. Well, it's coming. I'm going to do audio, and then I'm, I got to get it do in Mandarin because I want to help. And I just want to be able to give people a formula that they can apply. There's so many lessons there that they can apply in their daily lives to be able to live heaven on earth. One of our one of our uh, associates does uh, the, the 10x tour, okay. so we have a, a big uh, a big opening there. And uh, Jesse tells me, "Hey, tell Grant Cardone." To put Don on the next 10x tour. Hey, listen. Maybe you never know. Talk to you. A plug. Hey, talk to Eddie. To, well, a plug for a plug. That's hey, what. <laughs> hey. No, listen, I'm down. Anything, my whole objective on this planet is to live by example and show people that you can do anything you want with your life. You can still parent your kids. You can still do all those things you want. You can still be in a relationship. You want to be true. See, I'm out here, people. You don't got pinta, but I, you know, I'm 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 loyal to everyone around me. Including, and that's the only way to be, though. Love, loyalty, respect is one hundred percent. Who's gonna lead us without trying to one hundred percent? You and I and I and something you said, you know, resonated really, really well with me. You know, I always confine in people until they show me their true colors. That's it. And then you believe them and keep it moving. If, I, if you it. borrow, if you need 200 bucks and I give it to you and you never mention the 200 bucks, like you got to give it back to me. I'm cool. I don't, I don't ever have to lend you money again. Right. No. Right? And, so sometimes, yeah. so sometimes you don't have to, people will eliminate themselves out of your life. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, Wesson says, dude, that's some deep truth. Jesse giving you 100s and claps. Much love to Jesse out there, man. Tell doing me. his thing. Put, uh, put it on an audio book because you know, lo was that what do you put? Oh, you know, Leo, man. That's okay. That's okay. Good. That's why I'm doing an audio book. And then every lesson is going to have, so I'm going to give you sauce. Every lesson I'm doing an automation, car uh, uh, animation cartoon to tell the story of that lesson. You feel me? So you'll, you'll see, I said, you know, for example, you'll see a father tying a shoe. A mom playing a ball, right? You're going to see what I'm trying to tell you, but in a cartoon version. Gotcha. It's a lot easier to do it that way, and that takes time. It took me nine years to finish the book because of all the other stuff. So anytime COVID helped me a lot, I was able to finish English. <laughs> My lady was saying, what are you doing up all night? <laughs> I finished it. It took me about, I'll be honest, it took me. I finished it. No, but I listen. Finished it. It, took me, it, took me almost I set, it took me almost eight years to finish about ten chapters. And I finished the last six chapters in two months, <laughs> right? Because I held. I listen. Ask. I have to cut you had, my grass. You had. You had. You had. You buckled down. The grass people get fire. If I'm home, I'm doing yeah, everything. You're doing everything. Oh, I'm not at home. I cook. I barbecue. I have to be. I have. I'm you gotta keep every moving. Every day, I I have to keep moving. Yeah. I don't stand still for nothing unless it's watching a movie with the kids or boom. I only sleep four hours a day. 
and I don't even have to get them consecutively. And when people say, yo, but that's not good, ah, I know my body worry about you. I've yours. been around a lot of artists, man, a lot, a lot of artists. And uh, one of the things that I could really appreciate about you was, you know, the, the, the pace that you took. You don't have a manager running around screaming. And, and really, you managed almost everything that was there. We went to uh, Abuelita's Corner and uh, and basically, Elequina de, 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 yeah, Abuela, de Abuela. Um, and it's, it's on the back screen, so you guys can see it here. Um, you can see it there, Don. Um, and basically, those are some of the shots that we took yesterday at your photo shoot. Uh, how did it go, by the way? We, we had Man. to leave. Unfortunately, I had you know some other well, errands to do. Again, I'm like you. I got to run around all day. While I'm setting it up, I'm hearing all the glasses Is half empty. And I don't listen to nobody because I'm one with God. The only thing that, that I would say that would have frustrated me as an owner is that if I start at because you were there early. If I start at, you know, one o'clock, one o'clock, everybody better be there. Well, you know, again, well, better I mean, yet, 12, 12, 20, up and wait. 12, 30, uh, yeah, people better be there ready to roll. If you, if you see me in action, I was barking at Joe, which is my, because he went to go pick up a model that made him late. And I'm like, F the model. I'm bringing enough more people. You can't lie. You're the guy in charge. You got to be there on time. Right? 100%. But that's okay because that's, you have to be able to adapt. Yeah. To, so the owner, the owner, the good thing, his mom, everyone's a big fan. He He's seen our energy was right, positive. Right. We showed up. And he was a really nice guy, man. Su super big shout out. What was his name again? Uh, oh, man, I got him right here. I think uh, it was yeah, Frank. I have him I think it was Frank. What, what is second. it, Sandy? I want to give a big shout out to him because yeah, the guy yeah. was super nice, very warm and welcoming. You guys can follow him from us on PTMP Live. Uh, he's on there. He's a friend of ours now. And we're, you know, hopefully we could do an interview with him and talk about his movement because he's doing some great thing with artistry. He's got some, you know, great plans that he's got going on. And it's, it's a I beautiful mean, my, thing. My partner, Joe, that's his boy. We went. I didn't know his mom was a huge fan. Uh, his grandmother fought in, 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 uh, against yeah, Castro and a lot yeah. of stuff. So it's a lot of tradition. So it was an honor. I had to trust my partner, my photographer. Also, he did that. He was gonna find the right location, and he did. right, yeah, yeah. That was a cool, really cool spot. Right. I have never been. I'm, I'm a Miami born and raised, and I never, never, never even heard, heard of it, of man. That. Yeah, it was so, so cool. That's Super a, you cool. just said something. I think that what we need to do is, we need to. I'm gonna talk to him, and when this all goes, start doing events over there. For yeah, him. man. Help I mean, him bring that because he has awareness. A great, oh, he has a yeah, great yeah, spot. yeah. And it's right there in the corner. The, the only the only downfall about it is the parking, but that could be figured out one hundred percent. That's easy. That's that's, that's a that's a cakewalk. That's easy. But anyways, um, so can we call Richie Rich? Oh, let's talk about that project real quick before we call him. Oh man, so again, I love the song by the way. You know, um, Rich is. Uh, it reminds me of Orichas, and I love Orichas. A high Aaliyah kid, who his dad and everyone were fans of mine, and and he <laughs> grew up on that and been doing hip hop. Uh, when I say on the Anglo production wise that's the first track he ever produced that had a latin sound because he was going to do a feature with me so he goes they're thinking de Nero's my that my trademark right 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 so he says he does it and when i hear the track i'm like whoa wait a second we got something. You, yeah yeah it's there definitely he put that we didn't have a chorus yet he sent me the track the idea i said cool he added the chorus the girl on the chorus had just came home came from cuba maybe three months ago no one knows that we give opportunities to everyone right. i like dealing with independent artists that no one knows because they have that fire they get excited for video most of the video hey, was my check let me get out of here right <laughs> so i love that about it. i love listen i hang around i don't i'm the oldest guy in my clique <laughs> Okay. But oh, 
age age ain't nothing but a thing, man. You hang around with these other fifty something year olds. You know what age is? Age is. I don't have none of those problems, brother. You feel me? Age age only brings wisdom. It brings wisdom, but I do not hang around with my age because they don't dream anymore. I still got. To, they don't, they, no, they don't. no I've seen some. I've seen some old dreamers, man. God bless them. That like, right? But they, you can't compare old dream when you ran into a twenty-one-year-old guy. That's a dreamer. I, you know, I found it a lot more difficult. And this is, I'm telling you, being in the business, dealing with younger guys, trying to get young entrepreneurs, trying to get people in here motivated. I have found that the people a little bit older are the better ones because they hiring, want it. Listen, if they need it, right? If the young ones think that everything belongs to them and that they deserve walk everything. walk into a record label and they have more than three people over 50, leave. If they're not the execs of the record label, leave. Mm -hmm. So I deal in the music business. The girl behind the desk is young. The A&R is young, like right? Youth. I'm not knocking, oh, I'm around youth. And the youth, you know what the guy who's 31 ain't saying? My back hurt. I can't get up today because of the diabetes. <laughs> okay? <laughs> La pompita. <laughs> La pastillita azul. Oh, yeah. I'm not dealing with that, brother. Because you're on the vegetable diet, bro. No, because I take care. I'm on a different. No, I surround myself with, listen, with you. I don't see no wrinkles. All I see is clean. You know what I'm saying? Like 32, look how clean you look. You guys are young, bro. Don't let the 21s look like babies. But you know what? I wouldn't put you at 50, bro. No, don't even do that. I wouldn't put you at 50. I don't, you know, again, I, I use my age to say wisdom, and then people get shocked. With the age, just because of my energy and I the, put the genre I'm in, I put you at like I maybe dress, forty, but I, I, how I, I dress. That's 50. okay. I mean, you take ten years off me now. That's okay. I take ten years off of you. Twenty. Thank you. Again. Appreciate it. I told That'd be that, nice. Hey, I'm so grateful. I'm a grateful person. I'm grateful that you took ten years off or eleven now. I'm super grateful. <laughs> you ain't putting no money in my pocket, but you took ten years off. Me. <laughs> you never know, bro. The oh, show, the show, the show, nah, the show, the show is probably I, gonna. I, I, I love your energy, bro. And from the time I did the show before. When I see young entrepreneurs taking chances because this everything that you got here is not free. You have to buy equipment, you have to figure it out. It's but a you fact. Know, do you know what the key is that we don't ever quantify and, and put a value to is time. The time you sit there creating the, even the name of the show, the idea. <laughs> Are you gonna sit here? How long did it take to situate where she would sit? Think about that, the lights, everything is time and we don't add a value to time. Do you know when you get a job anywhere? We should show him pictures of like what this place looked like a month ago. Okay, but I make then I make my point, right? But listen, people, let me give you about time. When you get a job somewhere, they pay you by what? By the hour or salary. Okay, salary. Majority of the hard blue collar get paid. Salary or by hourly? The hour. You know, you know yeah, salary. Right? Yeah, depending trying, on which 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 you which know, level I'm you're I'm at. I'm always thinking about the the majority. Level the majority who I, who, who is majority hourly. Are majority hourly. 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 The yes. salary workers are usually people that have gone to college. Right. Or have been in the company long enough to be able to make it to that position. Over yeah. time, let's put them on salary. <laughs> right, so we can still exploit them. Yes, I'm telling you, I know business. <laughs> I don't know. He made eighty nine thousand last year, and, uh, and, and thirty five was over time. Give him a seventy thousand dollars salary. We're gonna give him seventy thousand salary, and we're gonna give him benefits. Yeah, that's it. And we're getting a really good deal because we're on yeah, Estrella. No, <laughs> hey, no dental. Let him get his own dental. Figure it out. Oh man, that's no, but too what funny. I'm, what I'm trying to say about time is so let me tell you how this works. So you sell your services when you sign that you're gonna work for someone. You say the trade-off is you're gonna give me X amount of dollars and I'm gonna give you an hour's hey. worth of work or eight hours Correct. a day. We're selling time. Correct. Time is everything. That's what I can't give back. 
You can never get that back. So and boy, do we that. burn a lot of that. Okay, so <laughs> guess what? I'm 51. I'm using up every moment I can. If you sleep eight hours a day, let me give you this number because you need this number. Out of 12 months of a year, you've slept an entire season. That means you were only up for, what is it, uh, I eight have it, months. I have it calculated in my an Excel spreadsheet. So what is it? It's like, it's like three months a yeah. year? It, it, it all depends on from your age to the time and how much you sleep on right. average. Right. So I'm not growing anymore. Right. Right? I'm not. I don't. If I'll sleep once or twice a week, eight hours. And you know how depressed I feel when I got up? Like, what did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> like you, I'm, you know, I'm saying this is just me. You, I'm not. I'm giving people a little formula, just so you can. Life is about energy. If you bring energy, I told Matt 100%. today. When I get up every morning, I don't touch my phone. Nothing. I stretch and I try to smile. I try. I'm smiling. So so amazing. Get that positive. I'm logo And I'm smiling in my head. I'm projecting. It's all the, the vegetable diet, things, bro. All the wonderful things that life. You know, be grateful. You could be the person that gets. I never check off the list when I get up of the things I don't have. I check off the things I do have. Going, I'm, I'm, I woke up today, my kids are good. Oh, they're doing right, all the check. And then the things that I want, I take an action to get them. If I'm not acting, I want, I want this house, it's gonna cost me more, will I? Then I gotta put in, if I do X amount, I gotta put in X amount of work in six months, I got the house. Sandy, we gotta call Grant. Let's call Grant. We're gonna call Grant. Grant oh, Cardone. Oh, he's the guy. We're gonna call him, bro. Yeah, I got him. Tell him, listen, if he needs, a, call him. if he needs a little motivation, I got him. No, no, he don't need no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I, I, I just call you said funk. You no, said funk. I heard funk. No, you heard no, funk, right? I heard funk. Listen, that's the irony. Of Is it? I'm trying to tell you, that. <laughs> he needs a little motivation. I'm a, I'm a quick learner, bro. <laughs> he don't need no motivation. He's gonna try to help you. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's see if we can get Richie Rich on the phone. What do you think? Let's do it. All right, let's give it a shot. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be calling Richie Rich. You know, Don Dinero, Richie Rich, that's a dope because it's has it's to got, Yeah, money. it's got a little ring. And we're both from Hialeah. Hialeah, Perico, Brujeria. That's the same. Uh, Ache. That's the same. Ache. I don't know, but there was a lot at one point. You know you know what would be dope, too? What? Have him do a remix with uh, Oba. Oba doing the drums? Yeah, that would yeah. be dope. Yeah. Again, I'm open for everything. It'd be dope. <clears throat> How are we doing? Nothing. He we're ringing, but he ain't call. He ain't answering. Uh, let me let me have him with a, a text though. Let's see. Where you calling him at? Uh, what we told him beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. We got nothing. It's okay. That's hip hop. That's hip hop artists. They don't pay attention to this stuff. It's okay. <laughs> he'll see it and then he'll call us back if and then we'll, we'll if, get it on the. If we'll, we'll get it on artist, you would have got a hello. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is, bro? He's busy. He's grinding. He's making his money. That's what but it's you about. You know, Rich is in the middle of buying. A, I ain't gonna lie. He's in the middle of buying a house. It's beautiful. He makes. You know, he's a young kid who went to school. Even though he, he's a great engineer, he got all his stuff. He does all his beats. But he's in the middle. And so he was, the other day after he had to leave the photo shoot to send his people some paperwork. So he might be in the middle of something. And he's also, I think. No, and it's stressful, yeah, man. Yeah, it's so, super stressful. So I just hit him up. Hopefully, he'll make sure he'll get back to us. But uh, if anything, you're, you're just stuck with me now. Um, What's up? What do you want she, uh, Carla, uh, my wife at home, she says, love it. Uh, be grateful as soon as you wake up. Be grateful. 
be grateful that you're I'm up. grateful for my daughter, man. My daughter is amazing. You're Listen, being a parent, I understand. It becomes, you know what happens? You have a wife and a daughter, yeah. right? You know what you're supposed to do? You get up every morning, right? You know that little mirror by your thing when you go brush your teeth? You mm -hmm. look at that mirror and you say, F you. It's nothing about you. It's all about them. It's not about you anymore. No, no. It's, no, what it, I mean, it, it's yeah, not yeah. about I hear you, you I hear Everything you. you do has to be done for them. That's how it really A hundred percent. Like, it, 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 it's so weird when you, have a, when you have a kid, you realize you thought you loved things until you have a kid. It really hits you hard when you have a kid. Like, I never thought that it would hit me that hard that, you know, listen, I love something that much. Listen, it's, and, and you it's have one, so you have weird. One, I have one, one daughter. And yeah. I'm going to tell you the weird. I have four. My oldest son is your age. You could be my son. He's 33. He plays pro basketball. The, the one I met yesterday, right? No, that's my nephew. That's he your nephew? college basketball. Okay, gotcha. My oldest is 33. He plays pro basketball. Who was the other kid? He was really tall. The tall kid. The, no, That's Negrito. No, he, he was still going to the same college, 7-2. He was my other boy's son. Okay. Who is, who is he? He's Brito. tall, man. Yeah, he was going, they're going to the same college, South he was Carolina really State. Tall. Yeah, he's 7-2. My son is 6 My yeah. nephew's 6 My son is 6-10. Gotcha. But I'm saying I have, my son is, he's, he's uh, 33. My daughter's 27. I have a 19-year-old and Prince is uh, 16 and three grandkids, right? And the grandkids stuff throw you off. When you have, you see your kids have kids, that's when things get tu, real serious. Tu eres abuelo. I have three grandkids. How old is your daughter? She's four. My oldest grandson is nine. I have an eight-year-old grandson and the little one in Puerto Rico. I do meal. Right. So, and the, my family and and uh, we're all involved. We're, we're we're using technology because the two grandkids. My son had the first two kids out of wedlock. They live in San Antonio, and then he's married. and He has the baby now. And then I met your brother too. Oh, my brother, and he has the three boys also. Yeah. My my uh, <clears throat> my nephew Oscar. He's a lawyer, but he's big time in the industry. He's the general manager of Walter Combs Record Label. If you don't know who Walter yeah, Combs yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the new general manager. No way. Awesome, yeah. bro. Yeah, and he's uh, only 30 years old. Dope. So in our family, Dope. oh, my son, by the way, he goes to RPI. If you don't go to, if you don't get accepted to MIT, you end up going to RPI. RPI. He's one of, and he plays college football, right? right? My other son is in uh, uh, high school, my daughter. So at Thanksgiving, in our family, in our table, if you're not doing something with your life, you're gonna have a rough Thanksgiving because everyone's killing the game in our family. Wow! In their world, they're all killing the game. That's awesome, all, man. My son it's is beautiful. A, my son is a Hall of Fame college basketball player. He's, you know, what I'm saying he's been playing basketball, and we all have that gene, kind of like we don't really look our age. So my son is 33. If I show you a picture, you think he's 22. You adopting? No, I'm not <laughs> adopting. The, hey, do I get any money for that? Um, he's ready. Oh, he is? All right, here we go. We'll try See, this one more time. We can't do nothing without ourselves, right? We need I'm telling you, Sandy, Sandy's the plug, bro. Sandy's, Sandy's the, the plug. plug. All right, here we go. We'll try this one more time. Technology. Oh, we got him. We got him. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, Richie, hold on. Can you hear me? Beautiful. All right, let's put you up a little higher. There we go. Can you hear us? I hear you, I hear you. What's Beautiful. Going What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Pass the Mic, Richie. Uh, we got Richie Rich on the line. Richie, tell us a little bit about the song, man. Pretty much, man. Uh, it all started a long time ago when the big brother, Don Dinero, started dropping all his music, man. He inspired uh, a lot of young Cubans like myself to, uh, you know, pursue their dreams and, and move forward with the music and... You know, we connected, we we linked up, we made a powerful record, and 
he came down from New York, from New Jersey. We ended up working on a little visual, and that's pretty much where we're at. We're in the process of promoting it and pushing it forward. It drops, it drops the, the single and, and drops. Tell them August seventh. Tell them what day it drops. He can hear yeah, you. August seventh. August seventh is a Friday, and it's it's really it's heavily Cubanly influenced <laughs> from front to back. Yeah. Down, it's I, I was so, arguing with Eddie. Eddie was Eddie almost put us in the tropical charts because no. of that, 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 that. I said, that's a hip hop record with some no. last fill. Ah. No, I said I said it's it's like Orichas. Yes, yes, yes. I yes. said it's like Orichas. Yes, yeah. yes, it, yes. It it's got its it own. It's got its own but vibe. You see the Orichas. The Orichas is kind of like the Cubaton. The the, the 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 niche that they added to their. No, listen. The niche <sighs> that they. No, no. Their beat wasn't. What, that is what I'm saying. I the, think they're unique, bro. No, there's I think an instrument unique. that the Cubans use that no one else uses. It's called the timba, and that's why Cubaton. The difference between Cubaton and Reggaeton is the timba. They have a certain sound. And yeah. that's what Orishas used in their hip hop tracks, and that's what gave you that Cuban Wawanko kind of yes, sound. Yes, yes, the Wawanko. Yeah. Us, we when have a more salsa American. You know what I'm saying? Like he yeah. was—he's Cuban, but he was born and raised here. Myself too. So when we when he did that, he knew what he was doing. I was like this because he starts off with a hip hop beat, and then he has a couple of—he's a producer. He'll tell you how you break it down. All right, hit us up. Yeah, yeah. Basically, basically that that record was a. Uh, it was completely targeted for what we're doing right now. We we purposely did it like that, and it has a song vibe, like a Cuban song. You hear that? Yeah. Day, you hear a lot of trombones. Yes. You, hear, you know, it sounds like a salsa record. It's just a hip hop song. It's beautiful though, man. I really I I love it because it gives you that laid back vibe, and you just you just vibe out to it. Like th th that's one of those tracks that you're feeling good. It you know what it good, takes me yeah. back to when Tengo Calderon first came out, and you would vibe to one of his tracks. And you know you just you just laid back and you just were coasting in your car, cruising down South Beach, and you just played that track. You just felt like a G. I agree, man. I, it feels good. It's a it's a it's a good a feel, feel it's, good song. Yeah, it's a feel good song. I love it. I love I love the track. So, um, what else do you have going on? We know that you're a producer. You know that you sing. Um, anything else new that you're working on? Any any projects outside of the music industry? Outside of the music industry, not really. I'm 100% dedicated to this. This is really what we're pushing right now. I don't like involving myself with uh, too many things because I feel it takes away from the prime focus, which is what I'm trying to do right now with uh, Don Dinero and this video. Aside from that, we're working on a video for another artist that Dinero has a record with called Benny Bermuda. He's working on a video right now called Plug in Cuba. And it's gonna be a big record too. I also have a co-production credit on that record, and we're in the works of that video as we speak. Awesome! And congratulations! Did you get the house? Did Did it finalize? Yep, we're actually finishing that right now. Nice! Congratulations! You know, I know a good company that can uh, that can throw you a nice housewarming party. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Unfortunately, is, that, is it called the Corona Party? Because hey, listen, hey, listen. As long as you have Coronas there, it's a Corona Party. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um. All right. So that's what's up, man. And and how long have you been producing for? Bro, been making music for sixteen plus years. So it's been a a, a long road, and it's a lot of trial and error. You got to figure out what doesn't work to know what works, but. Finally, we got it working, so we're just getting the ball rolling now, and it's only up from here, my brother. Um, amazing, man. Much blessings and, 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 and great success to you, which I know is coming because this, this track is hot, bro. And I know that with you know with the vibe and the team that you guys have together with Don and the whole team, I'm 
I, I know for a fact it's going to follow through with even more great hits. Um, I, you know, the work ethic around here is, is, is incredible. I got to take a little a little sneak peek of it yesterday. Uh, but I can only imagine when you're in like full grind mode and you're in the studio and you're, you know, you're, you're banging out ideas. It, it must be a really inspirational thing to see. So much, much okay, success and, bl- so and, and, much, and love man. to you guys. Igualmente, my brother. Love. You already know, man. All right, Rich. I'll see you tonight, bro. Love, my brother. Hit me up. You Dale. already know. So, there yeah. it is, Richie we've been, Rich. We've been in the studio every night working. Uh, I, I'll show you after the track. That, so, and that's kind of my work ethic. You know, I'll finish everything during the day, and then I'll, I'll, I'll go over to the studio with him, and, and we're working on the Cuban Connection album. This business, you have to be six to eight months ahead of the game. That's so right. Whatever, whatever we work now, the, uh, the fans yeah, you're not going to see it till November, December. Certain things we're going to drop, you know. It's kind of it's like the, what we're doing here. We have to have, like, a lot of content in order to drop out. Like, you know, awesome. and, and if something happens to us, we have content to continue releasing. See, these are new words. There's new words that have been introduced to our vocabulary because of technology. And you're looking at content. You're looking at words like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> all of a sudden, our mainstream words in the world that were yeah. just created out of nowhere. Uh, and, you know, one of the key words that I use that in, in business is IP, which is important. That And I try to implement this word in a genre in a culture of music that's not about education it's called intellectual property intellectual property i am here today because i am the owner of all my intellectual property i never signed sold my nalgas or my soul right right i would never do that because i understood the business that's the only thing that saved me or today Panapana would be spinning everywhere and i wouldn't be making a dollar right so the key is that i still make money today forever in perpetuity these are words that we need to put out to educate because that's the key when when i do seminars i traveled over 150 cities with chris Gotti, and we've done seminars educating empower the independent artists because that's the key that's really right. where the value and the money's at and um and and i think the independent artist today is in the greatest moment of music i think the new music industry is in the greatest moment it's ever been because everyone can jump in it today you heard if, it there if first. If you wanted to record a song tonight and put it on SoundCloud or whatever, it was done. It could go no, and it goes viral tomorrow. Your life changes. One hundred percent. That's the difference today. One hundred percent. Back in the day. So, ladies so and gentlemen, if you're better. watching, please make me go viral. I could yes. really use that right now. <laughs> yeah, but you know what's crazy? It'll happen. Every, there's a timing. It's, yeah. If you don't keep doing what you're doing, let's say you you, you say three weeks from now you tell uh, uh, Sandy. Well, Sandy, Sandy, this ain't working. I didn't get my numbers in the first whatever months because, you know, it takes time to build anything, right? Yes. And you quit. Guess what's going to happen? You're never going to go viral for sure. I can bet that. Fact. But if you keep going and stick to it and grow and build your audience, which I see you're building, to get people to respond is great. And listen and watch your interviews. So you're building it, right? Yeah, now you 100%. just got to continue to build. And eventually one thing goes viral, you get it more exposed. And there's a double-edged sword about going viral. You peak, right? You go viral. If you don't yep. maintain that, you come back now. It's a fact. It's a hundred percent fact. And, and and I appreciate every watcher, everybody who you know subscribes, everybody who does everything for us. We really appreciate you guys always, you know, tuning in and listening to us. With that being said, you ready to go into the next segment? Let's do it. All right. Before we get into that segment, though, we have something called this or that. Okay. A little part where we have a little bit of fun. So you know the song. You can get with this, this or you can get with that. Black you sheep. can there you go. Alright, you gonna do it with me. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. You, you can, can get, get with this, this or you can, can get, get with that. that. You, you can get, get with this or you can get, get with that. that. Alright, this this or that. Here we go. Sandy, you ready? Ready. Alright, mama, here we go. Original 
or remix? Original. Why? Because it's the original song that popped off. The remix wouldn't, exa- wouldn't even exist without the original. There it is. Sandy, original or remix? Original. I agree. Agreed. All right. For me, I, I remix a lot of original tracks. So. It's, it's 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 a it's a it's a hard it's a I'm hard suggestion you remix for me. my stuff i'm like you know what i'm saying sometimes so that's why it's I hard it's hard for me like that, that that you know the thing is is that i don't even i don't even remix like on the computer i do it live so right. for me it's like just the talent of the dj um i know a lot of other djs feel that way yeah but the, i don't do remixes that somebody else made unless I really like the redrum or something like that that okay. they did Dope. because I don't like to take away from the artistry of the song to where people don't even recognize it anymore. That makes sense. You, you, you get me? Yeah. Like when somebody remixes it too hard and like they change it completely and they change the whole format, sometimes it works, but for the most part for me, I don't find the crowd reaction there because they can't resonate with the song. They can't right. get the feels that the artist gave them. And I think that that's a big thing of the artistry. You can go with that. I'm going with this. All right. <laughs> sneezing or hiccups? Ooh, that's a good one. I'd rather go sneezing. you rather go sneezing? Yeah, because hiccups could last a long time. <laughs> you got to have your scare me. I'm coming through here. Asuta me. You know, sneezing is just, yo. Yo, go scare me. Yo, I got, yeah. You're like, you can have the hiccups for a few hours, brother. I've never seen nobody sneeze for no, 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 five or ten minutes. You got you had you had to have met my grandfather back in the day. Oh, well, he had allergies, brother. We just didn't know about him. Oh, uh, Sandy. Sneezing. Sneezing. You rather sneeze? All right. Uh, for me, yeah, I I think I'd rather go with sneezing. Yeah, that makes sense. Them hiccups ain't no joke. I I get frustrated when I get hiccups. I'm like, God, go away. <laughs> All right. Car or free time? Is that right? No. What, what, do, I, what do I have here? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Sports car or motorcycles? Well, you know, if it doesn't have four points of contact, I don't get in it. Oh, really? So it has to have four points of contact. Uh-huh. You know, so a car what has... Do you, have? you have a left bumper, a right bumper, a rear bumper on no, a motorcycle. Four points of contact <laughs> is four tires. <laughs> four, four parts point, of contact to the ground. Four points of contact to the ground. Yes. Well, I do too. I got the two wheels and my two legs has uh, four points of contact. That's all you do. So, that's, you know, just, I would never, I, I've never, I rode the, a bike. You know, you know, my 19 and 16 year old kids just told me, hey, dad, we've never ridden a bike. I said, well, you never asked me. Like, we're not. A bicycle or like a bike bike? A bicycle. Bicycle. You, now, we're not even bicycle heads, brother. You have a bike. You have you ever ridden a bicycle? Of course, I did. Okay. But I grew up in an era where you had yeah, to yeah. Go out, they kick you out the house to go play. <laughs> now they don't really want you to go outside. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a different true. era. It's Things true. When the light comes on, you come Let in. Let me ask you that. <laughs> now, when you, I'm mean, real quick. I know we're gonna go. You asked me how things are better or not. Think about that. Think about to me. That's what's gotten worse. Where parents are so scared they don't let their kids go outside. Anymore. No, I think things in general have, like you don't have the table where you sit and eat anymore. I grew up with the son of Sam. We had serial killers. We had everything back then. It was different, bro. Right. So what I'm saying is that today the kids you do have technology, PlayStation. Yeah. You know, I tell my son when they sit there more than four hours playing PlayStation, I kick them out the chair. You gotta go. It's time to go. What do you mean, Dad? I did all my homework, and they're all straight in student honor roll students. You feel me? But anyway, getting back, four points of contact. Let me stop making the long story longer. Making a four-point <laughs> contact. And, and I don't ride motorcycles. It has to be. I'll take a sports car. Sports car. All right. Sandy. Sports car. Oof. I'm motorcycle. Motorcycle for me. 100%. Motorcycle for me. Right. There's nothing better than, than getting out 
in, in the wind and just letting it roll out, man. I, I don't know. Something for me. Hey, listen, you know. Head, uh, oh, here we go. Money or free time? Free time. I, free could time. Always, I could always make the money back. I can't get back the time. Sandy? Free time. Free time for me. I, I, I make most of my money on my free time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Headphones or speakers? Wow. Um, let me get this right. That means... The speakers, yeah, not speakers. Speakers, I grew up on speakers. Headphones, you know, when I'm, I'm an artist in the, no, speakers. Speakers, guys, see right here, headphones, I gotta <laughs> physically have them on me. I love how you thought the whole process yeah, out. Yeah, I have to, I'm not giving you honest answers. <laughs> have to be speakers. 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 Sandy. Headphones. Headphones. Uh, speakers for me. Okay. I like feeling the boom, boom. Yes, yes, yes. You feel it in your soul. Oof. Oof. And you guys are, I hope you guys are, are, are timing in over here. All right, here we go. We got sports car, sneezing, original, remix, better sometimes. Um, sports car. My daughter says hi. <laughs> free time. All right, free time. Um, speakers because they are louder. All right, so everybody's chiming in. All right. Um, exercise or take a nap? Exercise. Sandy. I guess I'll take a nap after I exercise. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll take a nap after I exercise. See, remember, you're going to sleep regardless. You're going to get that time in. You can't say, I take a nap, then I'll make up. Because if you don't get that exercise in, you're not doing it tonight. You're going to get some sleep tonight, Papa. Bro. Some way, somehow, right? Bro. <laughs> you remember how I said this place was different a month ago? So was my body, all right? <laughs> Burpees. All right, here we go. Yeah, that's what I was doing after I ate. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, this is an exercise. I know, bro. I know. <laughs> Just trying to help you out, bro. Where's Gordon? Is it Gordon? Who's that guy? That needs motivational. Uh, need a, needs oh, need a motivation. <laughs> <laughs> Where is right. he? Call him. <laughs> Rich friend or loyal friend? Oh, loyal friend. <laughs> Facts. Loyal Sandy. Friend. Loyal friend. Loyal. Who's loyal? Rich? Definitely. Done. A loyal friend who's, who's rich. rich. That, yeah, that would you'd hit the jackpot there. Yeah, like I, I got a few of those, John. I got a few of them good ones. Lifetime subscription to Netflix or unlimited gift card on Amazon? Unlimited gift card on Amazon. My lady orders Amazon every day. The mailman looks at me and says, In the middle of a pandemic, how do you have me working so hard? So Amazon gets you anything. Netflix, you could always go to Hulu. Not only that, Amazon has Amazon TV and Amazon yes. Prime. Yes. So you can get every movie that you wanted to watch yes. on Netflix, except yes. some of the Netflix shows. Yes. But then again, you can grab the stuff that you made on Amazon, sell it, and now you can pay for the subscription for Netflix. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I Business agree. mentality. You saw I that? Agree. Buy for less, sell for more. Boom. Yeah. Ding dong. Sandy? Amazon. Sure. Amazon. All right. All right. That's this or that? This or that. Or um, I, I didn't miss any, right? We're good. All right, perfect. All right, we we moving along. We moving along. Let's let's uh let's skip to the because I know you got to get out of here. After, okay. uh, um, so let's skip to the final part. We're gonna go to the trending fun interactive questions. What do you say? Um, you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. What was your first email address before you took it seriously? Wow, that's a good one. I think it was just Don DeNero. Like I, again. Where did Don DeNiro name emails, come from? Listen, I've been in the music industry, and I think when I came in, into there was no email. There was no email. So I had to use. So I'm telling you, it was. Who my was your pen pal? 
<laughs> yeah, I had pen, that's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> you know, I don't think there was MySpace yet. No, there wasn't. Okay. MySpace so, and all that came out in the so, 2000s. So, uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. And so, but more like, more like two, 2004, I think, was the first time. Uh, 2002. Fight. Okay. 2001, Facebook, 2002. Facebook, no, that's MySpace came before. MySpace came in 2001, 2002. Um, Facebook, Facebook came out in like 2005, okay, six. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so I would say my first email just before, I, I don't know about before taking it seriously, I think I put my artist name, Don De Nero, but it wasn't Gmail, I think it was a Yahoo account. Back then, a Yahoo. Yeah, Yahoo. Yeah, Yahoo. Yahoo or AOL. Yeah, AOL. AOL was definitely AOL. the 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 yeah. plug. Don Dinero at AOL. At AOL, like and that. you were in there. You were you were in there uh, in that bot chat. What's it called? What was it called, Sandy? Age, sex, live. What was it? ASL. ASL. Yeah, no, I wasn't into the the age, in, sex, location. Even, the, even though I, MySpace more was more where I would collab with yeah. people more than that. Yeah, you know? that was that was that, that came right after AOL for me. Yeah. A, it was AOL and then MySpace. Yeah. All right. What is uh what is the most embarrassing way you've been injured before? Oh, I was at a club here in Miami. I always wear shades. Which club? No, excuse me, West Palm Beach or something like that. It was not Miami, but it was in Florida. Were you, were you, were you at one of those strip clubs again? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I had a performance. I was performing that night. Okay. It was super packed. Uh-huh. And I had to go to the bathroom and I had these shades, these dark shades and I didn't notice that there was like like a box there. Oh no! No, no, I didn't. Throw, I hit it, but I hit my leg on it, and I didn't think nothing of it. I go, poof, take a piss. But when you're taking a piss, it's not like you take a piss at home over the toilet, right? I'm standing. I can't tell when I look. I got blood on my leg. <laughs> and to this day, I got the, the look at it right there. I still got the, Yo, you I, you I, tore it up. And I still perform. You that tore was it up. The performance. And I said, yo, Pat, put a, put, you know. Put I'm, a band-aid and let's go. Put pressure on it. You know what we call Yeah, 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 yeah. Fold it. The blood yeah, 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 yeah. The show must go on. The blood the thing, I cut it and I'm into shorts, the pants. Uh-huh. I went on stage. Bada beans, let's go. And I did my show. I performed. Got my bread. It was out. And that was but it. But that was embarrassing because everybody <laughs> seen me Everybody saw you do it. You know, they, all, they seen the never fuck. They, you know, when you're in the guy Everybody's in the club, watching When you. you're the guy in the club that everyone paid to see, you when you go to the, from the VIP to the bathroom, Everyone is watching. Eyes on you. Oh. Eyes on you. So yeah, that was embarrassing. What cartoon character would you bring back? Uh, wh- which which cartoon character would you bring to life to be your sidekick? Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy. Little Speedy. I was like little Speedy. I don't know why. Why you pick a Speedy? Because <laughs> he was the only Latin cartoon back then. He was the only Spanish Latino. That, that was, was it. We, now they got Dora and all that other stuff. All we had was Speedy <laughs> Gonzalez, brother. Come on. You, you wouldn't want boots, bro? <laughs> Speedy Gonzalez. That's Speedy Gonzalez. That's, that's your guy. That's, that's your dude. Don Nero and Speedy Gonzalez. You know, it's got a ring to it. Listen, you add dinero to anything, it's going to ring. Ooh. Hit him over the head. Hit him over the head. OMG. OMG. Here we go. I'm going I'm to get. I'm, I'm a, I had to. I had to. I had to. All right. Uh, what are some compliments that you think sound like insults? When they hear your song and they say, oh, the beat's pretty nice. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> they didn't say anything about, yo, you killed that song, right? Yo, you, yo the beat's okay. The beat's really nice, and then as an artist, you're like, but what about me? So that, to me, on a personal standpoint, when someone hears my music and says the beat's all right, it's like, oh, I guess I didn't do my thing. That's you tough. You only heard the beat. That's tough. 
I never even thought about like how that would like affect a, an artist. Yo, that's crazy. It affects us. Trust me. That's crazy. Yeah. I never even. I never even like. You know, like sometimes you hear like the first thing you hear is like that beat, and it gets into it, and you're like, "Yo, that beat's insane." And, and, and you're like, will look at you "What like, about me?" Exactly. <laughs> wow, you as bro. a DJ don't know that, but trust me, as an artist, wow. you sit back. But after you've heard it enough, you understand kind of what they're saying because a DJ's a producer's at heart. Yeah. You're listening always to the beat because the boom bap is with the with. sometimes yeah. the boom bap decides whether you put it up or oh I could use it at this club unless it's tiki tiki. <laughs> I'm saying in general, and, uh, but I even, got you. even the tiki tiki, you're not listening to the words right away unless yeah. it's one of those songs that the hook is incredibly catchy. Correct. So you guys listen to, but as an artist, you sit back and say, "Wow," and if you would say, "Yo, you did your thing," and the beat is hot. I only I only listen to lyrics when I go into like hip hop. It's, okay. it's my thing. I don't know. I, it's how my brain works and functions. And my first okay. album that I ever purchased was hip hop. That's dope. Like heavy rap. Like it was Bone Thugs. That was my very first Look, CD I ever purchased with my own money. Cleveland and you in Miami were listening yeah, yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. That's hip hop. Tell yeah. me where you're from. What's happening in your? Head. It's because it had a, it had it had that like, I don't know, R and B crossover, hardcore gangster rap. It was something about it. You know, when I came in, that's kind of what my music brought. I put in a hardcore rap element. If you, the, the, you know, the songs. Remember, everyone pana pana blue. But before that, I took pana pana to everyone, and they said, "No one's gonna play a record that in the chorus says mucha mujer and mucha marijuana." In the second verse says, "Oye mami, ven aquí que volar como si cocina como camina, ay mamá y con esa colina tengo muchas mujeres que me gustan sin." I'm saying bad words and everything. For that era, for a Spanish rapper to do that in that time. Bro, no, yo no sé. Oye, cuando va a Cuba, yo no sé. Cuando gente tiene duda. And I was talking greasy, and I'll kill you, and I'll bang you, I'll shoot you in the head. No one was doing that. So when I blew up with that, I brought an element of on the land end. And, but, you know, was that mentality. What really, really blew me up is when the industry, uh, before I signed a deal with Universal, or before they gave me distribution, right? right. Uh, at the time, the president was Jesus. Then it was Walter Combs. The vice president, and then they had they would sit the first Monday of every month, a staff of 30, and say, "How are two brothers in Miami kicking our butts on radio?" And we have a staff of 30 with the biggest day, but we have the biggest pockets. And when they couldn't stop us, they ended up saying, "Well, let's bring them. They're yeah. doing something right. We don't know how to push that music." That's Can't what stop it. Join them. Well, because they didn't know how we were doing it, and the difference between them and us. When I told them, "Oh, I made 10,000 CDs and gave them away on the streets," they were like. You gave away CDs? Yeah, it's called street marketing. You didn't know that? And I learned that from Loud Records and all we were doing in Guerrilla marketing. Guerrilla marketing in Spanish. They would take the radio, the song straight from the studio yeah. to, the, to the program director, drop the check, and say, play it tomorrow on rotation. There's no street marketing. You have to take a hip hop. Yeah, yeah, you have to take a, a, a hip hop artist. It takes us four weeks to break a record on the street back then. CDs. So when I told them the formula, yeah, I remember the first time I, I bumped Swayze Styles, and then all of a sudden it hit the radio. Like I want to say two months later. The last place I tell every independent, the last place you should take your music is the radio because if you're popping, the radio has to play. They're yeah. watching. They got people trending. They're going. We, they got to play that. You get it popping, the radio station's gonna get that call and say, "Hey, we want to play your record. Uh, Come up here and do some drops." The first time I played Pit, you know. Um, at a, a new track that he had uh, it was a uh, well this is the new pit i'm gonna tell you when pit did when after pit popped off with oh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. and mariel and all that he did um 
esa jevita va bebida, bebida, culo. Remember, mm -hmm. right? And I was in Seoul when the program director got the song and said, we're not playing this. Wow. Can you imagine how many songs how never big, got on rotation? No, what do you mean? The song got so big in the clubs No, in the what street. I'm saying is, think about all the tracks that, that well, music producers turned down that never really got well, the shine I mean, they should have. What I mean by that is a perfect example of radio has no control over nothing. Yeah. Right? Pitbull, the song, they gave it, they said, we're not going to play it. Power 96 was playing it. Yeah. Every club was playing it. Yeah. That song took off. Oh, yeah. And the soul had to go play it. So... My beef with program directors, I used to beef with them because they want to play. You know? Right. And they would tell me, well, you got to you gotta change the music. And I would tell them, if you knew a lot about music, you wouldn't be a program director. You'd be the president of Universal, Billy. You don't know. You're a program director. Play the music and see what the numbers are. Program music. Don't make the choice like you're God for an entire city and you know what you want to play. That's the problem with program directors. And then they want to crack you to play because they fear if I play you, your artist is going to get richer. Uh, well, then you should have picked a different profession. If you want. No, if you want to extort artists, if you want to, the radio stations have been extorting labels for years. 100%. Right? And because they say your artists get rich and we don't get no money. Well, you're on the wrong side of the business. Get in our business. Show how hard we work in the studio to make that happen. Here's the other thing, too, is like, you know, Power 96 really, really got their oomph when they had the total requesting, bro. I think that the, I think that the music belongs to the people. That's where the people is really ended, but you have one like program I said, we director. Work, we're working on a project, wink, wink. Listen, you know for a fact, <laughs> you know for a fact, you've been around Miami, you know for a fact the power that program directors oh, have at radio station. I was, on, I was on radio, man. Uh, this, this, is, is, uh, this is what I'm trying to tell you. This is, this, so this is, this is nothing sad. that nobody it's knows. It's sad. Not even that. It's just so the, sad that so many, host. when you hear, this is going back now to the beginning of, of whack music. One of the reasons you have seen whack music blow up is because the program directors took the Got check money. and they spun it and they spun it till you started singing the whack little words of the whack song and they programmed it to you. That's all I'm saying, right? That's the difference. And that's the problem with a lot of, there'll be a lot, and that's why I love the fact where we're at today that there's a lot of great music on the internet. I don't have to go to the radio. Wow. There's a lot of great artists, independent artists, that no one's heard doing great music. 100%. So to me, I'm ex super excited where I'm in my life. I continue to help artists. doesn't matter how many artists that I've helped might have not stayed with me or whatever. It doesn't stop me from helping the next one, the Richie Riches or whoever's up next because I think that is our responsibility. Right. You know, once we get here as, as OGs, as guys that have been in this industry, I tell all the young rappers, I hope you can still keep rapping. Sandy. 51. Feel me? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, 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 I can agree with that 100% um, because, you know, that that's really, that's the truth. It's yeah. the truth. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fact. There's, there's no other way around it. You know, that, that's, that's a 100% factual, you know, statement that that's, you know, that's what the market, you know, deserves. That's what yes. the market needs. It needs more people who, you know, take, that's take why it independently. You, that's why you have this show. Yeah, I, I think I think that this is the new wave, a hundred percent. I you know I don't I don't think that it wouldn't be because Spotify invested one hundred and seventy five million dollars into podcasting. You know that tells you something. Content. You know what I mean? That, no, they need content. The words the words that we learned. Content. The words content, that we learned. Content. And if you understand, the hardest part about getting in front of this camera is not the first or the second time. Is what do we do with the next show? 
How do we make it more exciting? Yeah. How do we draw more content? And that's going to be the key. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell everyone that's listening to this. And this is so important if you're listening to me. And I'm going to make a statement right now that hopefully will blow you away. You can change your entire life with one thing. You know what that is? You know what that is? Doing. An idea. I would just say doing. No. You have to, before you do, you have to act. What are you going to act on? You have to have an idea to act on, to do. You have to have an idea to do. Right okay. Now, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Like, I normally get, like, inspired by something and I just go idea. at it. That's the idea. Without I just, the idea, you have no direction. I just go. Without the idea. The idea is the address. What did I yeah. do? I stood in my car. When you sent me the address, I put it in what? GPS. And then what I did. And then you drove. You the followed idea. it. The idea is the address. <laughs> the GPS is your head. There you go. Okay? So this is the key. This is the key. Okay. One idea can change your life. Do right. you know what's great about ideas? They're free. <laughs> Unless you go to Google. So, she's a snitch. <laughs> hey, listen. One idea. One idea can change your life. Ideas are free. So you have to get up every day and start thinking, writing down, what would I love to do with my life if I'm not happy? Hey, I'm not happy with my fat wife with a mustache. I'm not happy with my job. <laughs> I'm not happy with my whatever it is. Then get a game plan. I need a skinny wife without a mustache, right? I need a better job. How do I find a skinny wife without a mustache? Well, if you're a fat guy with a mustache, maybe you need to get skinny and take your mustache off, right? What are you, why are you looking at me, bro? Oh, stop. Don't, don't be fat. looking at me, bro. You're not fat. You know what I mean by fat, brother. I'm fluffy. No, you're good. Yeah, you just, you just eat good, brother. That's the difference. Listen, bro, you eat good. So all I'm he saying looked is directly that, at me, man. He's no, like, hey. who am I going to look at? The, see the thing? I'm talking to you. Who do you want me to look at? <laughs> what I'm saying is that if you have a problem in your life, say you want to make more money, say you want to become an artist, say you want to put a pool in your backyard, something, you have to have a game plan. A ship without an address in the port just goes out to sea. So if you have a boat and you know where to go, you might get lost, but you're going to get there. If you don't know where to go, you're already lost. That's true. So pick a dream any dream and just go for it and your life will start to change you'll wake up every day i wake up with some excitement because there's something else to do there's something new and guess what i wasn't always this way when i was at the height of my career around 2004 i might with the most money with the most everything i must i probably was the most miserable you know what because i had there's no a lot idea of people that say that because i had no idea and then when you're at the top of the game you think everyone around you loves you no they love don dinero the artist they don't know jose manuel Guitiang. So they love, so you fart and they laugh. Everything's funny. Ah, you know, because they want the connections. They want to be around you. They want to get into the TV with you, right? Things like that. And you, because you want to be the man, or, you know, from a hip-hop standpoint. Right. But when I was at the top of my game, I was probably the loneliest because no one understood. I was looking at the game for what it was. Yeah, I didn't have to, when I wanted to do something with a woman, because I was done to know, I would walk in. See how Sandy's there? Say, I walk into an office, insurance office, and Don Dinero's in. I could get the number, and at that, that night, it's on and popping, right? Right. So, I got, I, and I was the first urban artist to do it. My whole slag, my whole style. Man, I, I look back at that guy who didn't have the wisdom I had today. If, if I had the wisdom I had today, then I could have dealt with that, right? And I could have said, yo, this is my dream came true. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I, right. I felt miserable, you know? And then I was always cheating on my lady and, and so I'd do dirt and then come home and you know and I would had a terrible household because she hated me because you know what I'm saying like right. you know, even though we lived in a big house and she said who cares you're never here she wanted to go to Disney with the kids I'll give her money to go but I want to go tricking right so 
I looked at that and that really taught me a lot about life. That taught me that I don't want to chase the fame anymore. If it comes, I can deal with it. I just want to chase the love of the music, chase the money, make the right deals. But realize if you make the right deals, you make money forever like a label. Right. A label makes money. You know, a label doesn't make money from the new artists. A label makes money from their catalog, all their old music. They, they all the Universal has an extensive catalog. They own everybody. I went today to go check out Mark Anthony's yacht is there. I said if Mark Anthony has a yacht, Universal bought sixty-seven yachts with his money, because all the money of oh, Sony, whoever he signed with, right? Yeah. So if you have to understand that, if you make the right business moves, then you can earn the money you deserve. You can continue to create. You can continue. But the key is. Happy. Happiness is a choice. I made a choice in 2007 after I became a Baba Lao that every day in my life, regardless, I was going to be happy. And I didn't realize that the power was within me. My lady couldn't make me happy. Any woman that's with me, I tell her right off the bat, it is not my responsibility to make you happy. My responsibility is to keep my word, be there when you want me to be there, right, for you, and help build a life. Your responsibility is to happy, to be happy. Now, if the actions that I take make you happy, then I'm doing my part. But I don't put that on me to make you happy. I can't make nobody happy. I'm trying to make myself happy. And if you go into a relationship and understand that happiness is your responsibility, if you, ah, oh, you don't kick me the way you used to, I'm not happy, then you're a sucker, right? That's just me. And maybe I'm an old school guy with certain things, but I'm giving you a game plan. Happiness is your decision and your choice. That's why so many people are miserable. They made that choice to be miserable, to complain about their life, to say, oh my God, I'm here because when I was younger, uh, somebody bit my finger and I only have nine fingers, so I can't be a model for gloves. Because I got nine fingers, right? There's always gonna be a reason as to why you can't do something. Yeah. So there's a saying that says, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are absolutely right. Oh, Whichever way that you put it. Whatever you decide, I tell yeah, you right whichever now, way you sway. Well, let's go run back to Hialeah, and the minute you say, "No way, I can't do that," yeah, guess what? No way, you can't. You can't do that. do that, yeah. But if you say, "You know something? Let's do it," yeah, and me, it might take me two days, but I'm gonna f and do it. Yeah, guess what happens? The universe starts to conspire, lets you know. But I don't have no sneakers. You get a phone call. How are you trying to do? You, you get what I'm saying? It's, and you get to where you gotta go, bro. Yeah. The minute you say no, it's no. I'm just hoping somebody picks me up on the way. <laughs> Uber, you call me Uber. <laughs> you know, you're like, look, you know, you got whole fast as hell. Eighteen dollars. <laughs> oh man, hey Don, I really appreciate you coming in, man. It's been nothing but a pleasure to have you here. Uh, much love and respect to you guys. I know that you guys are crushing it out there, working and grinding every single day. I can appreciate everything that you're doing with the independent artists, and you're helping other young entrepreneurs trying to make it on, you know, in the in in the industry. Why don't you give us a couple of plugs? Tell us where they can find Definitely. you, all that good stuff. I mean, you know, my Instagram is Denero717. My Twitter is Don Denero. My Facebook is Don Denero. You can go, I have a clothing line called Cuban Connect, <coughs> Cuban Connection. Yeah. You can go to CubanConnection717.com. I have all type of gear. But also what I want to come to, if you're an independent artist, go check out Adventures Music, two Ds, A-D-D, AdventuresMusic.com. I am the president of the Latin division, but I'm not only a president, I'm a, also a member. I have my entire catalog on Adventure Music. So when you see me work so hard, it's all the stuff I drop is on Adventure Music. And I work so hard and I put my stuff on Instagram to show the young guys is this is the formula. It's just work. Right. It's just work. And they say, yeah, but you might have this a little bit bigger budget. You, It's not that. There's been times I didn't have the, the 1500 to put in a video, but I still made it happen, right? The key is, again, you have an obstacle problem, you find a solution. That's it. That's it. So 
Stop thinking about all the things that won't make it happen for you. Yeah. I, I mean, look, at the end of the day, like you said, if you if you make excuses for what you cannot do, you will not do. You're justifying it. it yeah, it's you, a brain. The way your yeah, brain yeah. works, you're just justifying You say, there's no way. I'm never going to do that. I'll just settle. It, it's so funny. All the new things that we've had in the shop, and I'm, I'm sure Sandy can attest to Sandy, um, just the booth behind her, the vocal uh, VO booth, you know, we basically said, you know what? We want to do voiceovers. How do we do it? Oh, we don't have the space. The AC is too loud, this and that. All right, so let's figure it out. Boom. And next thing you know, we had a phone booth up in here. You know what I mean? We we customize an entire, uh, you know, foam. There's, listen, there's and, and, no, and you make I, it happen. I can see you and see what you're doing, and there's no secret to your success. You're just busting your butt. That's it. Trying <laughs> stuff. Hey, take, you know, uh, I probably, the difference between me and a young kid that's 21, I've probably failed more times than he's tried. That's the only difference. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I failed a lot. You just don't know about my Yeah, failures. you just don't see it. My just winners are it. big. You, I can't tell you how many guys that have been in the industry for a long time, and they look at me, and they're like, how did you do it, man? I'm like, literally, I just Failing. started doing you know what I mean? I just started going. You know, if, if you don't, if you're like too afraid to invest your money or too afraid to do anything, you're not going to do it. Hey, we call, we have a saying in New York business and anything else that you know, it works like this. It's called skin in the game. Yeah. So artists come up to me and say, yo, I'm the next guy. I'm the next two. How much skin you I'm got gonna, in the game? No, I'm going to change the game. They want me to invest in them. And I ask, well, how much have you invested in yourself? And they start humming, humming, humming. Mm -hmm. Okay. You want me to invest in you and you don't invest in yourself? Have a nice life. Baby. Yeah. How can I trust you if you can't trust yourself? Well, you have to show. So if you want to have leverage, go ahead and build your Instagram. Go ahead and get some, build your Spotify. Go ahead and drop some albums so you know what it takes to develop an album and market it. And then if you get some buzz, then if a label comes, at least they're watching you. Oh, he's already put out three albums. Yeah. He's got work. He kind of knows what he's doing. All right, we can put a little bit more money to It's about leverage. Even your negotiation skills will be a little bit better. But if you just shoot a freestyle to anybody sitting and having lunch right now, first of all, wear a mask because there's a COVID situation going on. Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> anybody see here you spitting at me with all that velocity. Unless you're going to Winn-Dixie. Exactly. You, know? <laughs> and you can only spit on the French Too fries. soon? Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is that, you know, that those days are over. Those days are over. Spitting freestyle, somebody signed you. Those days are over. So hopefully, thank not. you for having me. Know. No, that's done. <laughs> thank you for having like me, us man. on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and, and Instagram at PTMP. You know, it's about brotherhood. I appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Pass the Mic Podcast. Make sure you follow us on ptmplive.com. That's ptmplive.com. Or you can follow us on all of our social media platforms, PTMP. That stands for Pass the Mic Podcast. And, of course, we are also on YouTube. Make sure you go to YouTube, subscribe to our channel. That is a very important thing in order for us to continue to monetize and keep the things rolling out here. What you got to do is you got to go to YouTube. Hit the subscribe button, and if you want to see whenever we're having artists come on, just hit that notification bar. We also have um, some exclusive stuff that we're going to be dropping with uh, the one and only Fat Man Scoop, and we have a lot of other artists coming in. So much love to and respect to everybody who's been vibing with us. We have a meeting with Cassidy, and we have a lot of other meetings that are going to be happening in the industry. So with that being said, keep it locked because we're doing some really unique things, some big things. I know we're going to be talking to Don a lot about it. And with that being said, until the next time we meet, this is Pass the Mic Podcast. Real world problems, real world solutions. Much love. Like us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and, and Instagram at PTMP Live. Or visit us at PTMPLive.com. Be sure to hit subscribe and turn on your live notifications for more exclusive stuff.